Welcome to the podcast. Download episodes of previous shows. It is the Riot Podcast. Hello, welcome to another week. That's right. Hopefully everybody a had one. a good weekend. And I know a lot of you guys catch up, so you might not be on the same schedule with us, but hopefully your whatever yesterday was, was fantastic. Yep. And hopefully you uh, can check out our our weekends yeah. if you go to the Radio U social media. If you follow us at Radio U Riot, our mm-hmm. Facebook page, and if you follow us at Radio U Official yep. on Instagram or Radio U on Twitter, like let's just put it everywhere uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so you can check out what our Riot weekend looked like, including Isaiah, who's our new show producer. Yep, and you're going to want to check in on that also because tomorrow uh, or Tuesday, if you're listening <laughs> way off schedule, Tuesday. Tuesday, August 3rd. Yeah. <laughs> just to 20- be 21, 21. <laughs> we are going to be doing a you could be after way show. Behind. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, you, we're going to be doing an after show where we try Cocoa Pebbles ice cream and Fruity Pebbles ice cream. That's right. It'll be real tough tomorrow. Before, real tough day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I just appreciate them putting the cereal in the ice cream, taking care of the hard work for us so we don't have to mix it together ourselves. That's right. We'll do it tomorrow. To make it feel like ice cream is okay for breakfast. <laughs> so make sure you go ahead and follow us on our Facebook pages or our YouTube channel at Radio U Riot so you're all good to go for tomorrow or any other uh, extra events we host online. Yes. Now, before we get into what's in the podcast today, we also need to remember that uh, we always love to see reviews. So if you want to review us on uh, iTunes or whatever the Apple podcast situation is called Mm -hmm. and uh, like what you can't like, you rate and review. (laughs) There it is. And subscribe, then unsubscribe, and then resubscribe to push us up the rankings. Yep. And we have two new reviews from over the weekend. Thank you guys for doing that for us. John B. USA says, love the riot. I've been listening to this show for years and I love it. And Mattman12 says, great way to start my day. I've been listening to The Riot for years. Also, he says, love Nikki, and I'm enjoying the new flavor that Hudson, my favorite Canadian DJ, brings. Thank you, guys. And on that note, (laughs) in the podcast today... Hudson remembers he's Canadian. (laughs) I remember that Canada is at the Olympics playing soccer and winning at it against the U.S. Spoiler alert. It was a surprise, everybody said. And it was, uh, what they scored was just one to zero. Yep, it shouldn't have been a surprise. (laughs) Canada's women's team has just, they've been whirling dervishes in the soccer world for the longest time. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. (laughs) Finally, it's paid off. He's going to sound like he's really a fan following them, but Mm -hmm. he's not. Yeah, that's all all my favorite players. But good good on them and congratulations. Christy Sinclair to the other ones. <laughs> All of them. She scored the goal. Oh, is she the yeah. one? He, yeah. he remembers it from the story. <laughs> uh, so so that, just take a look at, I took a little victory lap on that. We also found out 
I've been dying to know since we met Isaiah, the new producer, and he told us that he has a dog named Jim. Yeah. I've never asked, but I've been dying to know why his dog is named Jim. And we we get a great story on that. Mm -hmm. And we also talk about Tic Tacs in space. Please tell me you put the grizzly bear treadmill stuff in there. Uh, I didn't. It needs to. Isaiah's in charge of selecting the clips, so we're going to have to have a talk with him. You need to put that in there. Any bear stories go in the podcast. Always. (laughs) And... Oh, my oh no, fell. your headphones. My headphones <laughs> fell, everybody. Oh, no. Well. I don't need my headphones for when we do this. Uh-huh. So I, I put them away. Oh, that's not good. Uh, I put oh. them away on my little headphone holder uh-huh. and something happened. What so. have you done? I don't know. I'm going to put my foot down. <laughs> just fall again. I think we're just going to have to call, <laughs> call it the end of the intro. <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. We're going to have to fix the headphones. Well, I put my foot. We have tomorrow. a. Is that a subwoofer uh, I underneath think so, here? Yeah. I put my foot on it sometimes. Okay. I probably shouldn't. Yeah. In that's bad the, for the equipment. Well, the headphone, why can't it just be good for my leg? Why don't you think <laughs> it that way? But the headphone holder is right above it. So I think I just keep knocking it down. Uh, okay. I got you. All right. Well, uh, uh, either way, let's just... This has been long enough. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's call it quits right there. Let's just get to the actual podcast. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. The equivalent of someone's lint collection. This is the worst of the riot podcast. Did you have time this weekend to catch Jungle Cruise? I feel like I saw more before it released yeah. about Jungle Cruise than I actually saw the whole weekend it was released. Yeah. That- <laughs> It kind of died away. It did, uh, but apparently a lot of went, people went and saw it or stayed home and saw it. Oh, yeah, that's true because it was Disney+. Plus. It was Disney+. Plus. So uh, Jungle Cruise was the number one movie over the weekend, and it made in total... $91.8 million. So does that include Disney Plus and that the includes worldwide? Disney Plus. That includes, okay. Yes. Uh, I don't know if it includes worldwide, but at least uh, either way, 91.8. But what's interesting is it made $30 million just on Disney Plus. So about a third of its money it made on Disney Plus alone. Yeah. And that's like a million households watching because it's $30 a rental. It doesn't mean it's a million happy households. <laughs> <laughs> that is something that everybody has to decide I on their own. The funny thing is, I think it I, is The Rock's highest rated movie on, no. on Rotten Tomatoes. You're kidding! By audience score, I really? saw. Really? Because everybody yes. just kept saying it was so bad. Really? But maybe they say that about every movie and yeah. now we're just catching well, on to it. He's in a lot of... Uh, he's in a lot of... What do you call them? Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. And so you would think those, the audience score would be I higher. I only remember and like him from the first Jumanji movie that he did. Uh-huh. I didn't watch the other, uh, but yeah, I guess maybe his stuff normally doesn't bring in very good review numbers. Well, I know you're not going to believe this. Don't say it's a good number. It has a 93% audience score no, it on does not. Tomatoes. It, it does. It does not. It does not. They're lying. They're lying. Withhold your judgment until you pay the $30 and watch (laughs) it. I don't want to. What was the place that was giving away free tickets? Applebee's. Applebee's. Maybe (laughs) that really worked out well for them. You get your free seat on the cruise. To be fair, it does have uh, 63% from the critics as well. So it's not just a flaming bag of... Turds, 
<laughs> according to basically oh. everybody who's actually watched it and taken the time to review it. What a lovely way to describe it, Hudson. <laughs> That's so, what, it's what you expect. <laughs> I trust you guys. Did Maybe, anybody see Jungle Cruise over the weekend? You tell me how it was. Text in 8772-RADIO-U. Maybe it's paying the $30 can have a funny effect either... Uh, Either you really feel cheated if it's not good after $30 or you're more inclined because it's like, it's $30. I guess I bet like, you know, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. So I don't feel like I wasted $30. Well, I feel like sometimes you, you think you like it and you don't want to be honest that you didn't, given, but because you did pay money. And yeah, stayed home, that's like, exactly I, what I'm thinking. I think I'll give it a 60%. <laughs> so that's where your score lies. Well, given, given some time, we'll see. They're already talking about... At least The Rock is oh, talking about sequels. No, yep. no, 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 no. Jungle no. Cruise, Jungle to Cruise to Jungle. No, Jungle Cruise to Back Jungle to cruise. cruise. Do you remember that movie, Jungle to Jungle? That's what I'm thinking uh, of. I don't think but also, so. Too Fast, Too Furious. And it all just works out. No, it'll be Cruise 9 or Cruise 2, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It, it, it's coming one day, I'm pretty sure, if it can make $90 million in one weekend. Well, good for that. If anybody enjoyed it again, let me know because I trust you guys. You might be thinking that this won't be quite as bad the second time around. Well, you'd be greatly mistaken. We're listening to the worst of the Riot Podcast. Well, another thing we missed out on over the weekend, Nikki, with all our 5K-ing and wasp stinging, we missed out. (laughs) What else did we miss out on? On signing up for our chance. Maybe you did it. Maybe you saw this and you actually got on top of it. Uh, A chance to stay at Captain Crunch's houseboat. Oh, I didn't know this was an option. Oh, yeah. See, we missed out. I didn't know until it was too late oh, either. Our chance to get it. Yeah. Oh, it's so, a houseboat. And so they just made it look like um, the captain. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of crunch. The captain himself is uh, offering, well, he the was. The captain's quarters. Offering you a spot to stay at his captain's quarters, <laughs> which is uh, his own houseboat, which I didn't know. Is that like Captain Crunch lore? That he has his own houseboat? Uh, probably Are we supposed not, to know that? I feel like it's the safer option if they were going to start offering a ride on Captain Crunch stuff. Yeah. Then yes, it'd probably be a I mean, I guess he definitely has a boat of some kind. Don't what kind of say, captain he, would he be? Don't people say like his... Um, his jacket or his his look is also not a captain. For it's not. I, isn't it something else? Is Some it an other... admir- admirable or not? Admirable, Actually, it does ad- look more admiral like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like maybe maybe this is all that they can offer. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> this not... is all they have. Maybe the whole the captain is just a sham yeah, completely. <laughs> it totally is. He's not. He didn't get any certifications or mm-hmm. any military training or anything. He's just out there calling himself a captain just because you have a boat. Doesn't, doesn't make mean. you a captain. <laughs> well, he has a houseboat and the Captain Crunch cereal, they were running a contest, a, a sweepstakes, if you will, where you could get a, get a chance to stay on the captain's boat. But what's funny to me is that's just not enough. They say it's more than a beautiful oasis on the water. But what it also says is it's also an opportunity to learn more about the captain. And guests will be treated to an exclusive look at his personal style as well as his most cherished keepsakes. Why do they have to do things like this to make it more complicated? Nobody cares about that, right? You don't think so? 
I don't think anybody wants to, well, to see mean, the captain's personal style. Although maybe that will explain why he dresses like an admiral. I know. It reminds me of, remember Taco Bell did like their hotel thing? Uh, Kind of. It's kind of like that. Like they just want to make it a full experience Yeah, but it doesn't need to. It'd just be fun to stay on a houseboat for a couple days. Yeah, but you want it from Captain Crunch. It has to at least have the stuff with well, it. Well, it the, they give you all the Captain Crunch cereal you can eat. <laughs> you like, guess what? For all meals, for all the days you're on the houseboat, you get to eat. Well, there's enough different varieties. You, you have should be fine. regular for breakfast, peanut butter for lunch, which is the far superior Captain Crunch. And then finally, the, the crunch berries at the end. And uh, then the next day, I'm sure there's other versions of Captain Crunch also. <laughs> so you can't sign up to register to win anymore. Yeah, but it was, it was uh, actually ended last night at midnight. We missed did. out. You get to receive the welcome pack uh, handpicked by the captain himself. Uh, favorite bathrobe, bath products. <laughs> Captain Crunch it's like stuff. a spa weekend. It seems really. like it. You're on the houseboat. I don't see the where the houseboat would be going from. Yeah. Or if it sails at all, or if it's even actually a boat. Oh, is it really just parked <laughs> Maybe there? Maybe it's, it's just on a trailer <laughs> in a parking lot somewhere. You're right. I'm assuming too much. Yeah. It might not even go anywhere. You just get to go into the boat and just stay. Like, does it even say you get to stay? Or, <laughs> or you just get to visit. I'm doubting it all. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Well, we didn't even find out there was no news about it until after it already, the contest had run its course. Yeah. So maybe they're very not proud of this promotion. Well, here's some something. more details. You get two consecutive nights between August 9th and the 17th to stay on the boat. Okay. Transportation's not included. You'll get a 2000 bank gift card. Before you get too excited, that usually goes towards taxes. Yeah, if you I get think that's something. what it is. Yep. And I think that's it. It doesn't say where the houseboat is, doesn't say anything else, but that's what you get. I think I would take the $2,000 and say the government can have the houseboat. <laughs> the definition of insanity is putting the riot on again and again and expecting a better result. It's the worst of the riot on Radio U. What if the weekend was one day longer? <laughs> We always think that. We always wish that. Then, and finally, you would just hate Tuesday. A, a representative <laughs> that is uh, a congressman, I should say, that is, he's with us. This guy is for the people. I've never heard of him before. His name is Mark Takano. He's from California. And he introduced legislation last week. Uh, for a four-day work week, as we've talked about before on the show. That's becoming more popular. I don't know if that means a Monday off or a Friday off, or does everybody... Actually... It varies for everybody. I was wondering about that. What would you think? Would you prefer... Would it really make a difference to you at the end if it was Monday off, Friday off? Or I was thinking, what if we did two days on, one day off? Ooh, that's a good idea. And then two days off later. I don't want to have to figure it all out. Like, I don't want it to be too confusing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if we all just could stick with the same schedule. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think maybe at first I might prefer Fridays off. Uh-huh. But then that really would make Mondays super hard. Yeah, that would make Mondays tough. If you take the three days off in a row, mm-hmm. I think that's really going to... I don't know. I think maybe you would just get used to it. Kind of like we're used to the two days off and then Monday sucks 
kind of thing. Now, I don't and think you have like the, the Sunday dread. Yeah, it's just Monday, though. But yeah, I don't think um, anything would come of this. Why don't we go Not back to working soon. on the time change thing? Yeah, that's right. I feel like whenever a congressman or a congresswoman like picks this up. Yeah, is because they've done something wrong and they're trying to like get the younger person's thing like to Man. be excited about them well, and to think that they're really for them. Let's start looking into Mark Decano yeah, and like, see what he's trying to What else cover you got going up. on? What other headline this is suppressing <laughs> or or he just like you know this is never going to happen. Let's all be real that not never but in our lifetimes, it feels like a stretch. We'll we'll be dead or, or retired at least by the time we get a four day work week in the well, United we'll States. We'll get a four day work week then. Yeah, then we'll, <laughs> we'll have a zero day work week yeah, and it'll zero. be wonderful. But uh, but between now and then, maybe this guy is thinking, well, one day I'm going to run for president and I'm going to be the one that's like, I said we should have a four day work week and everybody will be like, yeah, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That doesn't seem to work out so well for people when they have like the one thing that's their thing. It doesn't really often work out presidentially. So I don't know. Who knows what, what it, maybe he's just really thinks it will help. And maybe he thinks that he can get some, some <laughs> people on board. <laughs> Cover up. What? Uh, Wyatt, thank you for texting. Alternate the weeks. Then you get a four day weekend every other week. There you go. That's an option too. There's all kinds of options where we could work less and mm-hmm. we'd all be happier. And we're not going to get any of them. Let's, <laughs> let's just be on it. We're let's realists. all just be upset <laughs> and work our fingers to the bone. But it's nice to think about. It is. And for anybody that can, then that's amazing. Maybe the alternative is we could move to Iceland and we actually would get to experience Well, this. that's what everybody is going back to. They did a study for so many years mm-hmm. and really moved some of. But, I mean, it's such a small place that yep. where you look at its study and it's like a, a, a percentage of its... Um, Country people, yeah, <laughs> you know, were the ones who would went down and changed to a four day work week. Yeah, but when you look at the study, you're like, and it's a thousand people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's just a really small study. It and was, it, but it now- doesn't translate to every other larger country. Yeah, they and, and it's just it's one thing for generally like office jobs, I guess, to go to. That's always the thing. Whenever we hear studies like this, it's always referring to office jobs, and some of that translates to like manual labor, but not all of it transfers to if you're working in a restaurant or Mm. any kind of leisure, anything. Yeah. And our job wouldn't because unless it was a standard four day work week for everybody else, that was the same four days, ours wouldn't be standard. So then we'd have to either pick and choose or just work seven days a week. So maybe we don't do this so that we don't have to work seven days a week. (laughs) I know we don't want to say anything because what if it becomes worse? Yeah. Somehow for (laughs) us, it would. hear a show like this anywhere else and that's probably for the best the worst of the riot radio u well you know who else would have a really slow uh 5k time that is a grizzly bear believe it or not i wonder if because i know they can run fast like a short burst of it yeah does that count like is a 5k a short burst Mm, and we're just really slow i think they mean a much shorter (laughs) burst than that when when they talk about how fast grizzly bears can run if they're coming after you they have power to do that yeah we probably couldn't outrun one but if you just if you run long enough the grizzly bear will probably give up on it and what we found out nikki this sounds like the perfect job for you scientists Stuck grizzly bears on giant treadmills to learn about how they how where's they the, move. Where's the video of that? Yeah, I really want to see be how somewhere, that happened. Right? Was that outside? Was that in a uh, an office? <laughs> like where was that?
that? Was it in someone's house? What do you think the the grizzly bears at like one of those desk treadmill things? Yeah, like <laughs> what does that look like? Did they? He's getting some office work done as well. Did they put him asleep and then they just woke up at a desk? <laughs> <laughs> They're desk bears now. Or uh, <laughs> wouldn't that be horrible? You fall asleep and then you wake up and you're on a treadmill. I know. <laughs> this seems like we would say no if this was humans, yeah. but they. Why did they decide to see grizzly bears on treadmills? Well, they wanted to see. Like, what is the general walking pace of a grizzly bear? Yeah. How do they just naturally go about their business uh, walking-wise, not the other business? And so this, they actually, I didn't know this, but they have large treadmills that are usually used for horses. Mm. And that's what they used for the grizzly bears. It was in a sealed enclosure of steel and plastic. Oh, it sounds real nice. Oh, geez. And so they had bears walk for about six minutes at varying speeds and gradients, like uphill, downhill. And they, <laughs> they kept them motivated with a constant stream of apple slices. Well, that doesn't sound bad. And something that they found was the the most energy efficient walking speed for bears is about 2.7 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And that is about about what humans walk. Well, it's a little just, faster. You just need to be at 3 miles per hour. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. a tiny and bit you can more. outwalk a grizzly bear. You should be fine then. And they also found that in from this is from GPS data. So they they tracked grizzly bears out in the wild and used the treadmill to get some of this info. And with the GPS data, they found that grizzlies really do not like going uphill. Oh, really? They're yeah, so they like staying on flatter or just lower <laughs> gradient type uh, areas so well, that they I, don't have to go uphill. If so I, I ever feel, get I, caught near a bear, I think we could really bond over the fact that we hate the treadmill that's what I and saying. we hate inclines. That's, there's two, we fo- love apples. two layers to this. One, grizzly bears, like we could really identify with them. We yep. really... We all hate walking, hate moving at a fast speed. And also, if you're ever near a grizzly bear, I guess you just run uphill and, and the grizzly bear will be uninclined to come with you. If you can manage to do that at three miles per hour, yep. you should be safe. But actually, this is kind of interesting. They say that the study helped explain why you would see bears so often on terrain that humans would be walking. Yeah. You know, like, hey, why is this bear using the same path at this park? Uh, why isn't it, you know, going off and doing something else? They prefer to walk the same that we walk. Right. We so, don't want to go uphill either. They don't want to. And so if you're out somewhere in a in a hilly, wooded, whatever park, and then they've made a trail so that it's easier for humans to be able to traverse the area without, you know, with an easier incline. If you missed out on the next riot moment when it originally aired, you don't know how lucky you are. You're listening to the worst of Trying to understand other people's, um, their, their anger, frustration. And I just, I don't think I can do it. It's just making me kind of laugh. It's just, (laughs) what about this is hard to empathize with? (laughs) Uh, It's Pokemon Go. Yeah. Okay. The game. Uh, I didn't know this because I haven't played it since it's original. Remember when everybody played it that one summer for a little while, and I haven't played since then, but oh, uh, it's been around since then. And that was several years ago when the pandemic struck last year to keep people able to play when they couldn't really go out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the company that makes Pokemon Go, it's called Niantic. They 
expanded the range for particularly if you had to like restock on pokeballs or whatever the little poke stops you had to go to yeah they increased the range for that so that you didn't have to be so close oh. to be able to restock on stuff so it had a shorter range to spin poke stops yep and today it looks like they're changing it back they just recently oh. changed it back to the pre-pandemic options so now you really have to be Right on top of a poke stop <laughs> so to be able to get to, the pokeballs. Yeah, so you have to get much closer to get the items, and they're disappointed considering since it's so varied in so many different areas, especially yeah. worldwide, where your area might still be under a closed thing or uh-huh. don't go out thing or a go out and have a festival yeah. thing. Like every area is so different. So to make such a, a worldwide change, they, yeah. they're mad about. Well, there are so many people on. I, I really just appreciate that this article has pulled all of these different tweets from people because, you know, it's one thing when you see. Players are upset about Niantic's new change to Pokemon Go. But then when you actually literally see that people are tweeting, they're so riled up about it that they're tweeting they're going to boycott or leave the game or that it's affecting their quality of life. That's when you start to... You, I mean, it makes you sense. You want to be understanding. But, well, I but, must be more empathetic than you because I do understand like what they're mad about. Uh, you know, like this well, isn't yeah, the time. Then I guess, but it is always tough when when something changes that you've really gotten used to. Yeah. Also, uh, but at the same time, keep in mind it's Pokemon Go. People really attach themselves. I know to that. they do. Especially well, now they need to year. attach themselves closer because they have to <laughs> be right on top of oh, a focus. You're so stop. mean. You're so mean. They're I just, just don't understand. I, I get it. Where if you weren't leaving your house anyways. And you wanted to spin the poke stop down the street, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when during the pandemic at first, that was what you had to do. Now everybody, I know that you there are some restrictions where you have to wear a mask, and I'm sure other places are different around the world where things are more locked down again. But you can still walk down the street for for most people. I I guess maybe if they have to do this across the board and the Australia people have to have the same rules that the U.S. people do, I guess that's fair. But then you're constantly having to make the rules based off of the most strictest restrictions in the world. Well, they are saying it this way. So think that maybe this is why some people are more mad. Mm -hmm. They're saying some of the people that are criticizing, you know, the change back into how Pokemon Go used to be. Mm -hmm. Really, the people that are mad, a lot of them say they only started playing during COVID in the first place. So that was the normal way for them to play. Yep, And so so now they're really questioning. Exactly. Now they're changing it to a way that they were never into uh so they're just concerned about uh having to play a different way yeah i i i i'm trying to understand and i do i get being <laughs> get upset it. but i also don't get so upset that i'm gonna tweet if you've ever asked yourself just how bad can it get we've got your answer right here worst of the riot radio you <laughs> You know, so t- I found something to upset Hudson. Sometimes you do have to give people credit just for doing something that they probably knew maybe in a way before they did it that it would be perfect for social media. But then afterwards it blows up even more. You know, sure. like they just have a mind where they knew they had something that would get people talking. And that is what cleaning Mama B 
did on TikTok. She does. She does videos. She's. It's not just one. Oh, this one. isn't the first one. No, she does a bunch. And she's not the only one who will do these sort of videos. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's almost like the, um, it's it's toilet cleaning videos. Yeah. And you're like, oh, so what's wrong with that? No, no. But there's nothing <laughs> clean. This is extreme this. toilet cleaning. It's something. So what she does she puts a scrub daddy, you know, those little sponges With that the have smiley the smiley faces. face in. She puts that down in the bottom of the toilet, like in the hole. And then she proceeds to, she usually has like two different colors she goes off of it, looks like. And she'll put just all kinds of, I don't know, some of it's food coloring and some of it actually is cleaning supplies. Cleaning products. And she fills the toilet to the brim. And where it really got bad for me Because, you know, at first she's just spraying this colorful toilet cleaner, and it probably is just toilet cleaner, although the bottles aren't marked. And that's fine, I guess. That's what it's meant for. But once she continues on with that and gets to the part where she takes the Comet powder, you know those cans (laughs) filled with white powder, (laughs) and it's Comet, and (laughs) she dumps... The entire can of Comet in. The whole thing. And then I lost it because she starts mixing other chemicals with the Comet. You cannot mix chemicals like that. You can't mix cleaning chemicals. She does. You are going to inhale that and it is going to, you're going to get black lung or something. Well, it doesn't show her. Or chemical burns. So maybe she has like a respirator, like one of those masks on. Uh, but for her, she does this as sort of like an ASMR video. Yeah. And it's color sort of uh, take on that, too. I mean, it's kind of pretty. I'll it give is. her that. But then it's weird because halfway through all the cleaning supplies, then she'll start taking her hand and she'll yeah. mix them all in together. <laughs> and people are really upset with her because it's dangerous, like you mentioned, with the yeah. chemicals. But it's also wasteful. And... I don't know how this all flushes down. <laughs> I don't that's, know how yes. it does, and that's harmful well, for. It must be harmful for your, uh, like your community's. Um, I don't know plumbing, the sewer that, system, yeah, the and sewer stuff. System. Yeah, it can't be good for it. Uh, for and for one thing, I kind of have to wonder. Uh, all these cleaning supplies have to go somewhere. Yeah. Once she cleans out the toilet, but it starts with no water in the toilet. Also. So maybe it's a toilet that's not actually in use. No, as you watch, there's there's like one, two, and three. So uh-huh. you have to keep watching the next ones when she starts mixing it with her hands. Uh-huh. Water comes up then. Oh, uh, I just uh, it gets worse. I just, but no matter what you're doing, yes, mixing the chemicals. Maybe if she's wearing a wes- respirator, that's okay. Maybe, but the, there's no amount of water that can uh, that will that is. That all this Ajax and Comet is soluble with. That won't, it's harming something. I know. It's definitely harming something. Listen, when, when Hudson watched it for the first time, he was visibly upset. I'm still, <laughs> you're still upset. I'm still shaken by this <laughs> so, because something is going wrong here. Something, somebody is being harmed, whether it's the woman, whether it's the, it's the toilet, the fish, whether it's the rats in the gators in the, in the sewers. I don't know, but. It's not healthy. It's well, not safe. Dakota texted in, not to mention the cleaning supplies stop working if there's like too much of it. So uh-huh. if there's too many that are all working together, either they're canceling each other out yeah. or they're causing it's, some sort of reaction. And it's just redundant. And mind you, the toilets aren't even dirty to start. It's not, but that is, I mean, you'll, if you keep watching later, they, they try to work on, they flush it Actual- all down. I, that's kind of what I want to see is if, the if flushing you, part, not if the... If you keep scrolling not, down, you'll see more. Uh, <laughs>
and that's one clean toilet. To. So that's uh, that was something that they're talking about is not good, not good for the toilet, not good for your um, septic system, yeah. and not good for you the just environment. Have to shut down that entire floor of the house to be like, uh, ir- what's it called? Fumigated. You're fumigating <laughs> the whole area of the house with all and, those chemicals. No offense, but like, who can afford all these cleaning supplies yeah. for one toilet oh, cleaning yeah, session? She, I guess she's making that TikTok money. She and, must be. Uh, that, that's that's what'll fund it. So hers is cleaning Mama Bee, but you can find a lot of these toilet TikTokers <laughs> who do these massive cleaning things, and it is weird. Yeah, we'll never have a a, a viral idea like this. Nope. We won't. We don't have the. We don't have the mental fortitude for this. <laughs> don't say we didn't warn you. This is the worst of the riot. One more thing to remind you that you might have thought we all knew. Uh, that is, you shouldn't mow your lawn with fire. <laughs> was that ever a way? Um, like, you know, you ever see the, um, it was viral like several years ago to get off like the split ends of your hair. Uh-huh. Sometimes these hairdressers would do this fire thing with okay. it. But I always thought at the heart of that is the chance for all your hair to yeah. catch on fire. So I didn't know, like, is there ever a mowing trick to take the edge off of your lawn? Uh, I didn't I didn't know that there was. I, I don't think there actually is. I think this was just one dumb guy. Who wanted to do a fast way to get rid of his lawn. He was in, He's in British Columbia in Canada, which makes this extra bad because... Out west, particularly, there's all the fires. It's a burn ban, and yeah. there's an, there's been some extreme wildfires burning, and an extreme risk for more to be started. But this guy decided that he didn't want to mow. Now, apparently, this is specifically the tall grass. It wasn't just like his green yard, okay, but it was the tall, longer grass, and he didn't want to have to go through the trouble of mowing it, which we've all been there. But what he did instead was light it on fire. I, it sounds like he had it kind of controlled, but when no, it's they a, had to. Firefighters had to eventually like they're the ones who finally put it out. Yeah, he lost control. But he was <laughs> monitoring it and whatever it was, whatever was taking place, and the I guess the the Coast Guard or whatever they call it there, the uh, in Canada near the ferry terminal because mm. that's where his house was. They noticed. That uh, and passengers on the ferries had noticed that there was a large fire from the water. So they called the authorities, the firefighters who went and confronted the guy, put out the fire, and wound up issuing him a, uh, a fine of over $1,000. And again, you're like, well, what's the big deal? Because that area is under a uh, burn ban, uh-huh. because it's so dry and hot, if you decided to start your own fire, uh-huh. it might just really get away from you yep. because everything is so dry that you're not supposed to. Yeah. So that's you why know, you got the fine. One thing neighbors don't like is a big, large, uncontrolled fire. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> you true. Know, that I, is a good point. When I used to live in Maryland, the and I was out in like way, out heart the neighbor like giant yards neighbors mm-hmm. weren't especially close to you a lot of farms and stuff but the one thing people would complain about is if we got a fire going too big in our backyard everybody would always would say start, something yeah then all of a sudden we never got the firefighters called on us but all of a sudden the neighbors start coming over and it's not like hey i brought some marshmallows it's like <laughs> hey what are you doing watch out with that thing <laughs> it's uh it's pretty tall so well, in this case too you wouldn't want like 
I mean, you would want them to say something, but, you know, like if your neighbors tattled on you. Uh-huh. But in this case, everybody from the ferries in the area, like the yeah. boats, yep. they could actually see the fire. So that's when they called and had people come over so that the firefighters could put out it. So just a, a helpful reminder. I know mowing isn't a lot of fun. But it's, neither is a thousand dollar fine. fine. That's no fun either. Think of, you could have just hired somebody to mow for yes, that you much. Could, you could right? have. You could have hired someone to mow for the whole mowing season yep, there, and spe- still been under the fine. And if it's so dry there, you probably don't even need to mow. The grass can't be growing that much. Yeah, you're right. But that's what he decided to do. Just yep. the wrong choice. Live and learn. Worst of the riot podcast. It's time for Nikki's favorite segment. Space news. Yay! Not we're, really. <laughs> we're catching up on what is going on in the, the world of space. And in the world of space next week, uh, not only has Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos gone into the atmosphere. What are they calling it? They say to the edges edge of, of space. space. Yes. Uh, they are going to be joined uh, for quite some time by Tic Tacs. Tic Tac? Tic Tac? Like the little you mean mitts? TikTok? <laughs> I only know one tick anymore. There's only one tick. There's <laughs> it's the talk. Yeah, no tic tacs. Those little uh, those Even little hearing mints. tic tac sounds wrong. Yeah, because we're just used to not hearing that. Tic tac is the new TikTok competitor. That's not. <laughs> that's probably that has a lot of like free speech or whatever. Something then like and that. then people come on and ruin that too. But uh, <laughs> it's breath mints. Yes, it is the mints that come in those little plastic things. And tic tacs are pretty tiny. And they are going into space. They are launching a... Uh, a tiny a, rocket. Yeah. It's full actually, of the Tic Tacs. I think it's actually Tic Tac shaped. <laughs> and it just rid- rattles on the way up to space. <laughs> that's it. And it costs and 99 cents. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so the idea is they're doing this with a company that shoots all kinds of things into space. It's actually, I think, called Stuff Into Space. Where did it go? Where the... Where is that? I should have highlighted it in this article because either way, it's a thing that it's a sent into space, not yeah. stuff into space. They shoot stuff into space all the time, whatever people pay them to. And in this case, it's Tic Tac is paying them to shoot these, this Tic Tac uh, vessel into space, which is, for one, going to be transmitting refreshing messages submitted by Tic Tac fans mm. to possibly make connections with extraterrestrials. Oh, it's a peace mission. Yeah, so we're hoping <laughs> that I guess at least Tic Tac is hoping if we can that if we make contact with space aliens, yeah. it might the first contact might be the nice messages that tick tick tack i keep wanting to say tick tock the tick tack is going to be beaming out well it's worrisome though because to mention fresh breath at the first time of meeting yeah. somebody that's a bit rude yeah they're sending fan favorite flavors fresh mint orange and fruit adventure uh will be going up into space yep and but here's the interesting thing it's going to be orbiting the Earth for a while. <laughs> I think that's but, everything you shoot up into space. It's called space trash. They act like it's an infinite frontier up there where we can just shoot as much as we want and it doesn't matter. I think it's all going to add up when it's stuck in orbit around Earth. But anyways, uh, there's with those flavors of Tic Tacs being sent up in this vessel, there's also going to be other limited edition things that once the vessel makes its return to Earth, yeah. you'll be able to 
uh, win for yourself or purchase as well if you really want to take your Tic Tac fandom to the next level. Well, I'm sorry, Tic Tac, but I am. It feels like you're just littering in space. Yeah, it and then expecting does. some of it to fall back down into Earth. Well, but if they want to do that, maybe Jeff Bezos has really bad breath, so they're trying to help him out <laughs> for next <laughs> the time. Next time. <laughs> I think it'd be funny if we ever did make it up into space and we're just like, is that Tic Tac? Yeah, what is that? I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron made a good point. Space was the last place without advertising and now Not advertising is even going into space yep, there it is <laughs> tic tac is uh, breaking the barrier there they're breaking the non-existent ceiling <laughs> <laughs> by sending up tiny little tic tacs into space yep. this is the worst of the riot podcast Yay! we're so excited to see jim the basset hound is that yes, right he is a little baby basset hound he's like five months old and he he's needs the, his, he's he the needs sweetest his thing. Own social media. I know he does. I need to make him an Instagram page. <laughs> you do. But he's five months old now. When he was a puppy, puppy, he was even cuter. So I can't even justify making oh, one great. now. So he's getting less cute it. as but he goes. See, on yes. social media, if you have pictures still, they wouldn't know. I know. You would be five months out, and you could have all the content That's from when right. he was a puppy. You could just pretend you just, just got, got him. him. Yeah, yes. you have yes. to have all those yes. old pictures. Yeah. But I wanted to know. I'm dying to know. First of all, for Jim. Is it short for something, or did you just name him Jim? It's just Jim. Just Jim. <laughs> Why is his name Jim? See, whenever I tell someone his name, I get this question like every single time. Okay. And there's not like a, like he's not named after anybody or anything crazy. The reason I named him Jim is because like everybody names their animals. I'm not trying to be mean to anybody, oh. but they name their animals these crazy exotic names, oh. like, like Apollo or something or crazy. Or Mochi oh, or... <laughs> I had an Apollos. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and and for some dogs, man, like for some dogs, it makes sense because they're like a really high energy dog, like a husky or sure. like a German Shepherd or something. Yeah. They can have a really cool name. Uh-huh. But my dog is a Basset Hound. And you wouldn't know, if I told people he was 14 years old, they would not even second guess. Oh, because his energy is different. His energy is so low. He has the, like, his face is already, like, super wrinkly and all saggy. Droopy, yeah. All super droopy. His eyes are, like, you can always, his eyes always look kind of red. And he always just kind of lays around. He's not like a puppy that, like, sprints around and is crazy. Like, if I literally brought him in here, after, like, five or ten minutes, he would just lay on the floor Aww. and just chill out. So I said I wanted to name him something that would reflect his personality. Sorry, so, Jim's out there listening. Exa- exactly. <laughs> well, for a You're dog... in the corner laying around. <laughs> so I didn't want them to, like, have these huge expectations for my wonderful dog. Yeah. So when they are like, why is your dog just kind of, like, laying on the couch whenever we come home? I could just say, well, it's just Jim, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I think you've offended everybody with creative names and gyms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Way to this. go. But you just felt like it fit him. And, and as dog owners, you just know when you have the right name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just a gym. Yeah, you just get uh, you get used to it after mm-hmm. a while. So I, I like it. And, it. and it is one of those things where you think Jim and you almost in your head know that it's a basset hound. You can picture yes. the type of dog that would be named Jim and you nailed it. It was funny because over the weekend we actually saw another basset hound and I asked what his name was and his name was Walter. Oh. And so I was like, I said, that's a good name. Yes. That's one heck that's of a name. Perfect. Oh, that's even an older sounding I know. name. Oh my I said, that's now you named him right. That yeah. was good. Good work. Oh, you, he's like, here's Walter and Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Cute little basset hounds. Oh, that is so sweet. Well, again, if you want to see Jim, head over to Radio U Official on Instagram. You can see Isaiah's dog there. Yeah, definitely worth the worth the look. And I, <laughs> I do love the name. I just thought it was I 
It was just interesting if it was short for something or if it came from somewhere or what. Yeah, so I'm glad to get the story behind it, which is there kind of isn't one. Benjamin, (laughs) thanks for texting. They have a French bulldog, and they named him Winston. Nice. That's a total dog name. name. I used to know somebody named Winston, and uh, I guess I still know them. They're still alive. I just don't talk to them, but but they always thought their name was a dog name. We had a a Jim text in and said, I can't hear you. (laughs) 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 So he's just ignoring everything that you're saying. Aww. The riot isn't all bad, but this is the worst of the riot. Radio U. Got bad news for Californians, and that is the price of bacon may be about to go up uh, and quite significantly. They said, like, they're even threatening no bacon. Yeah, they might. (laughs) The bacon might just disappear like that. It's like, wait a minute, you're going to have to smuggle it across the state lines yeah. just to bring in bacon. You've got the these changes take effect uh, January 1st of this coming year, so 2022, and you might want to, between now and then, start stocking up, have a little bacon backup for you, because... You can freeze bacon. Yep. Yep, and it'll be just fine. And uh, <laughs> as you've seen, as we've seen, uh, this is for across the country. Bacon uh, prices have been going up, and the reason they may go up, or again, bacon may just disappear in California, is at the beginning of 2022, a new law that was voted on in 2018 is going to go into effect that says that pigs and calves and egg laying chickens need to have more space to spread their wings or there. So now I hear pig it is, legs. It's not like for a bad reason. No. But whenever there is a reason, good or bad, mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes the industry takes advantage of that yes. to increase the pricing for way more than what maybe didn't even need an increase in the yeah. first place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so well, I doubt that. <laughs> this is kind of what's confusing to me about this because in this article, now again, they're, they're, so they're trying to make, uh, this is something that California voted on, I guess actually... Uh, a proposition that was voted on in the California election. It wasn't just their government that voted on it. Yeah. The people voted on it in California, and it's called the Farm Animal Animal Confinement Proposition, and it requires more space for, again, pigs, chickens, uh, that egg-laying chickens, and veal calves. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand that one. <laughs> and so now this is finally going into effect in January 2022, the problem is all of these California bacon uh, and egg laying chicken places. Yeah, uh, they already have their setups set up, and I guess apparently they haven't had four years of warning, so they don't <laughs> want to. I think the story is really coming out from their end, where they're like, "Uh oh, guys, if you." Still keep this law on the books. I guess we're going to have to take away the bacon. It would be a real shame. We had to get rid of all the bacon because we can't give our pigs enough space. Well, they're saying, you know, in California, for a lot of restaurants, the number one selling item usually involves bacon, eggs, or hash browns. Mm -hmm. Now, we've had potato problems. Uh (laughs) So it's only fair that now there's pig and egg-laying chicken problems. They say that the infrastructure, especially for the pig, like pork supply and producers... They say that's the one that's really not fixing or setting up for the new rules. Mm -hmm. So they're just worried that most of the pork uh, suppliers in California would have to face fines or shut down or whatever. Like they would not be able to have things ready by the end of this year. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it just makes sense, too, because if you're on a pig farm, you only have 
like you have the amount of land that you have. Yeah. And so if you expand each of the pig areas uh, for each individual pig, that would mean that you can have less pigs that would and still comply. So it makes sense. Uh, but again, you've had plenty of time where they knew this was coming. And the other thing that's confusing to me is they say that in California every year, uh, there is about two or, or every month, there's about 255 million pounds of pork yeah. consumed. That's a lot. But the farms in California only produce 45 million pounds. So they're still getting the vast majority of their pork outside of the state anyways. So I don't totally understand how it means that they are going to run out of bacon unless the rule specifies that bacon Wherever it comes from needs to, and other pork needs to comply with these laws. And so all of a sudden, California's got to essentially uh, produce all of their own bacon and pork or get it from other places that do comply, which who knows where that is. Well, some of the confusion is California has not yet issued its formal regulations on how the new standards will be enforced. Yeah. So the truth is you could probably keep having your pig farm the way it is and nobody (laughs) will come and stop you. Not necessarily would they, but it's just a lot of confusion. And Jeff is right. Jeff texted California ruining things for the rest of the country again. (laughs) (laughs) If you know, you know, because California sometimes has a tendency with its stuff to um, maybe so it's now, not set up in the right way. We're going to have to divert <laughs> our bacon supply for the rest of the country to California, oh, yeah. and we're all going to have a shortage. And again, our the bacon prices will go up in California for sure, which also means they'll go up for everyone everywhere. That's usually just because how it happens. To be standards. You almost missed hearing this one. We just couldn't let that happen. The worst of the riot. Radio U. Sing it with me. Yeah. Oh, Canada. You won at soccer at the Olympics. You weren't even going to talk about it until you found out it was Canada. beat America. (laughs) And I don't know any of your players. (laughs) Canadian or American? Either. (laughs) It's... I have no idea. Hudson's Canadian. Uh-huh. When he has a moment to include Canada, he always tries. It's interesting how I suddenly became a fan of women's Olympic soccer directly after the United States lost to Canada. That's it. Isn't it convenient timing? Look at that. You're so patriotic. But I have been a fan all my life. Truly, <laughs> I have followed the Canadian women's soccer team. And this is a moment that they've earned. They've frankly trained hard. Frankly, the United States, they've been on top for too long, and it was only a matter of time before Canada was finally going to get their goat, and they did. So this was women's soccer in the Olympics? Yes. It uh, was uh, overnight, like it just wrapped up a little bit ago, I guess. (laughs) Sorry if... You were planning on watching it in prime time if they were uh, planning on doing that tonight? Listen, I don't know. We can't follow that schedule if we're we, spoiling something for yeah. that. I think it's okay. If not, we apologize. <laughs> because if we did, then we would have to wait until tomorrow to talk about <laughs> it after it had happened 24 hours ago. It's weird. So, yeah, the United States, uh, this was the semifinal. So now Canada gets to advance on to the final. Mm-hmm. But it won't be nearly as satisfying if they like win gold, whether it's over Australia or... Sweden because neither of those countries are the United States. They already beat them, and that's a gold medal all of its own. Well, congratulations. Yeah, I just uh, it's weird that 
at the Olympics, I'd never cheer for the United States. I I identify more with Canada at the Olympics, except the only time I cheer against Canada is in hockey. I always want the U.S. to beat oh, Canada. Really? So. <laughs> It's just it's your just, thing. Yeah. It's just, I don't think that makes me less of an American. It does not. Do well, you? congratulations to both. I'm yeah. all for, whenever it comes to the Olympics. Um, just <laughs> being there and suffering through <laughs> is enough. <laughs> I know. Like, I don't want to be like mean, like we, we don't care at all. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't the, even know they were playing. We did not. But for until the athletes, after it ended. that is, you know, obviously their, their goal to win and, you know, for, America, we're sorry yeah. for the United States. You could still get a bronze. It's a nice, a nice medal. The worst of the riot is over, but the fun can keep going. Hey, I saw you checking out my goods. Check the riot blog or stalk us on social media. You want to sample them? A little try before you buy, huh? Through riot.radiou.com. episode please leave us a review on itunes we all love our pets and at hollywood feed we love your pets too with everything from pet food to pet accessories we have it all to treat your pet like family shop online with same day delivery of our products so you can spend more time with your favorite family members best of all if you or your pet don't love it we'll replace it or refund it visit hollywoodfeed.com and get ten dollars off your first same day delivery order with a minimum purchase of twenty five dollars use code atlanta at checkout hollywoodfeed.com Welcome to the Keyboard Podcast, everybody. Three board friends gather around a virtual table to discuss a variety of tech and entertainment topics along the never-ending quest to find the key to solving boredom. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan. Joining me are co-host Bailey. Hello. And Cole. Hello. <laughs> God damn it, Cole. It's called me every time. I know. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. And welcome to episode three of our podcast. I almost had that wrong in the script. My God. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. And you can also catch us live streaming this podcast on Twitch at twitch.tv slash keyboard podcast. Or if you want to catch us afterward on the live recording on youtube.com to search for a keyboard podcast. I did find guys, if you're trying to tell people about the podcast, and this is a little service announcement for the podcast itself. When you go to search for keyboard podcast, because we're not famous yet, yet it tries to auto correct it in case you didn't notice. So up at the top, on your search results, it's going to be a, a little thing that says, did you mean to search for this? Hit the right spelling. You spelled it right. It'll be there. Promise. So thank you for that. All right. How's everybody doing? Cole, Bailey? Good. I'm, I'm just glad that Bailey's mic actually picked up the hello this time. It was perfect. Okay. <laughs> well, we fixed it yesterday, so it better work. I hope so. Yep. It's sad. It was, I can't believe it was actually boosting your volume so much, but I guess I didn't know that it didn't have a a knob on it. Like Cole said, no actual physical knobby knobs to touch. Yeah, nope. the, the, blue, uh, the blue snowball is not that fancy. It's like a $50 mic. I will get a new mic eventually. Whenever everyone starts to like really listen to the podcast, hence, hence you know, tell your friends. 
It'll go to Bailey's mic fund. It'll go to everybody's (laughs) mic fund. But Bailey's first. Bailey's first. Um, So you guys have been like talking about food in the pre-show and it's driving Mm -hmm. me nuts. So I wrote on there like what like top five foods. People just need to get to know us a little bit better, I think. We're just some voices that are just telling them random shit they might already know. But but I'll I'll hit with Bailey because you just hit you had five guys, which I haven't had five guys in forever. It's so good. It is. <laughs> it's very greasy burger, but it's worth it. Mushrooms on the burger are the right choice. No. Yes. No. I, I have to say I'm with Cole a no. bit. It has to be a mushroom yes, Swiss. See? A mushroom Ryan Swiss. Is... It has to be like made for it. Well, but it, okay, you can decide not to have mushrooms on it because it's fat. Guys. You can do whatever you want, but I like the mushrooms. They're yummy. Um, um, Crash is about to be banned <laughs> in like a half Green second here. on a burger it's not a fucking pizza josh <laughs> oh gosh oh no that's terrible that it, olives are the worst thing i think on the on the face of the planet courtney likes them and i we can all agree I take no olives green over olives. mushrooms i've never had an, an olive burger please tell me it's made of something other than olives <laughs> that fucking portobello mushroom burger you're telling us about you know what? That's actually not that what bad. Kind, what kind of fucking madman is like, you know what? This burger, too much beef. Actually, I don't want any beef. I want a mushroom. <laughs> actually, burger without beef. That? No beef. <laughs> fucking, these vegans need to be stopped. <laughs> hey, now don't question the Vegan was actually pretty good to me for a while. Yeah, for a while. Then you fucking, you smartened <laughs> up and started eating meat again. You know, we still don't even eat that much meat. We still don't like it's it's every once in a while, but we still don't. It's like a it's a nice healthy balance. I I I always say that like to people that wanted to know like it expanded my palate, and then whenever I came, oops, sorry, hit the mic, so terrible. I edit that out. Um, whenever everything came back together, um, and we got back to like normal eating, so to speak, it, the palate was just that much more expanded. Like I tried all sorts of different foods. And speaking of the more food here. Bailey, what's uh, some of your favorite food? Burger's pretty good. Um, hmm. Favorite foods. I love curry. Curry's bomb. We love yeah. curry. We love sushi. Sushi is also bomb. Um, other foods? Pizza. Can't go with pizza. Can always have pizza. I think pizza's um, like on everybody's list, right? Cool. It better be. Probably. It's like pizza you can have anything on your pizza you can make a million different pizzas dessert pizza it's like a baked cookie um that's true yeah probably spaghetti spaghetti is also good like noodles <laughs> i'm just reading uh crash in the chat there he's pretty active today i like it thanks for being here crash mm-hmm. uh cool what about you so are we going like very general like up favorite foods, like oh, I love Mexican food. Or are we going more specific? It's up to you. More specific. Food. You can't just okay. say Mexican food. No, I say no. <laughs> All right. So if we're going more specific, I think number one on my list would be like a uh, chori pollo, which is a Mexican dish that has uh, where it's like chicken chorizo and like a cheese sauce. Fucking, it's fantastic. There's a. Uh, there's a spot in uh, Madison, South Dakota that I first had at, and it's become like my favorite thing. So I put that at number one. 
Number two, I'd probably say ramen, like actual authentic ramen, not the like 50 cent shit you buy at you buy in the grocery store. Um see so that that I'd probably say sushi, number three. Number four, I'd go with uh go with pizza. No safe answer. And five. Oh man. Five five is tough because there's a lot of things that could like take up that fifth slot but i don't, I think i'll go five guys five guys is just fucking for a burger joint it's probably one of the best you could go to nice i i'm i love all that sorry bailey oh yeah oh no we just went there every time we go there at least seth notices my boyfriend i don't but they always say they he always says they raise the prices every time we go so Seems like it's a little bit more expensive. I think my burger was like eight bucks today, like just plain. I feel like I mean, oh, he says they always go up, but I don't know. They're a good burger. It's worth it. No, they, they yeah. Are, plus, they you get free it. toppings too. I always load that shit on. It's free. Put it all on there. I'll <laughs> take yeah. it all. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Border. Uh, I actually made a list last night unofficially, but apparently Courtney was writing it down because she knew I forget. So I actually like had it straight up written down for me by her but uh some of the obviously pizza like pizza is on the list here because in buffalo like pizza is pizza and wings are are king like so i have a million places to choose from so the wings here are great so i'm gonna put those at the top right away and then uh she actually courtney actually makes a tuna casserole and it sounds so like basic but it, it is so freaking good the way that she does it it's just a perfect bake on top and then uh i went with uh Vietnamese pho, because that is hands down one of the easiest things to just go out and get and enjoy. And just, I have not had that yet. It's so good, dude. It, it's and I live it's, I live like two blocks away from a fucking pho place. I could just walk there and, and have a bowl if I wanted, but I haven't had I haven't gone yet. It's a it's a cousin of ramen, so I mean you'll feel right at home. Like you mm-hmm. won't have you won't have any problems. Uh, I, the ingredients are slightly different, but it, it's essentially. To me very close and i enjoyed both and then the last one is uh one of the last ones actually uh corny's double chocolate chip cookies we actually uh got stoned in south carolina like long time ago like a couple years now and she took two of those and made ice cream sandwiches out of them and it was just like the best thing ever so i would put that right on at the very very top can and then courtney uh, make me ice cream sandwiches what <laughs> i want some sense well, these- over the thing was is that these cookies were like so like complicated to make and it took her it just took her so long and just the thought of it being on a like the perfect ice cream sandwich it, it's just amazing it, it ended up being great and of course a salute to my mom's apple crisp that she's been making night my entire life like mm-hmm. like a go-to solid shout out to my mom and, and that whole recipe I, th- I don't even i think that might have been passed down too i'm not sure no, I feel like I kind of fucked up on my list because I didn't add, I didn't put any dessert items. So if I uh, if I could go back and like change, oh yeah, mind, do it, do I, it, do I, it. I take I take burgers off and put like cheesecake at number uh, five. I'd put cheesecake and pumpkin pie. Take off pizza. I don't eat pizza that much or burgers. Take them <laughs> off. <laughs> well, good, good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. You know, it, it's all it's all fair. We can go back and just pretend it never happened. <laughs> we'll edit that out yeah that's this the whole thing so we wrote down on here so uh the uh the party foul of uh 
double dipping. You guys ever like done it at a party or you just not. I don't know anyone that's really on board with like double dipping and like being okay. No, definitely not at a party. If it's like I'm at my own house and it's just me that I don't care. Oh, yeah, sure. If you're if you're if you're in private, then go go ahead, do all you want. But I'm also I'm also the kind of guy where it's like I don't really need to take two bites out of my chips. I just shove the whole fucking thing in my mouth. (laughs) See, I am not that person. No, I I got a big mouth. I got a big mouth. I'm like a fucking I'm like a hamster. I can just shove that shit in my cheeks. I have unlimited space. (laughs) I had a hamster. His cheeks. Oh, my God. We need to take to YouTube and make some more content. And I want to see Chipmunk Cole. Like, just, we need to <laughs> just see how much food we can get I in can there. We can Photoshop it, or we can just, like, the, the, the marshmallow challenge thing. The marshmallow thing. There you oh, go. God, bunny. The fluffy bunny challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. fluffy bunny. <laughs> Dude, I... fucking, in my high school, they did that challenge, but I think they knew that people would cheat and try eating the marshmallows. In order to like, you know, obviously not have as much in their mouth. So instead, they took fucking like cotton balls and, yeah. <laughs> and had people do that. And one of the people I knew that was in there, he was still eating the fucking cotton balls to, uh, so, uh, to take up less space in his mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can we do that next podcast? So everyone goes buys marshmallows, and then we just. Overall, see. You have to make sure that we buy like the same marshmallows though, because I don't want to be the one showing up with the fucking jumbo marshmallows. (laughs) Just like two. (laughs) (laughs) It's like two normal size marshmallows. Does it have to be jumbo marshmallows to like it? Like, is that like the size we're gonna choose though? Just for the 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 normal. I think it's like the yeah the normal s'mores, like the traditional ones. All right, all right. I'll go buy the mini marshmallows, and it'll be the same as like going the normal marshmallows. Yeah, you know, because Bailey's so small, and mini marshmallow looks normal size, anyways. Okay. Oh wow! You gotta watch out. You you might have a whole community of of uh, shorter individuals. You know, the uh, five foot two club come after you. Man. Before they go and do, they can't reach my face. Okay. You right in the balls, though. <laughs> I mean, that'll be that'll be over real quick. But but back to the, the marshmallows, um, the marshmallows uh, that'll work out because I have a camping trip coming up and I can actually just go get those. Ooh. And then you have to buy more for the camping trip. <laughs> but There's no I mean, I mean, man, how many marshmallows do you think we're going to fit in there? That I mean, I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. Crash says we're doing an over under 15 for Cole. And I I said over and he agrees. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so uh, I do have an important question, though. Uh, we, I know we moved a little bit on past the double dipping, but uh, dip isn't like an important thing to me for chip. You get is there like a because we're in, we're in different parts of the country. Um, I'm New York, South Dakota for coal, and you're in you're in Illinois now, right, Bailey? Almost. Almost. They're like the same state, Indiana. Indiana, they're, damn it. They're the same. Come they on, look the same. They're she just got there. She just got. There. She just got. Um, what is your favorite dip for like uh potato chips? Ooh, for um, potato sour chips. the that one I can't remember the name sour, like sour cream, cream and, and onion, onion. the um with ruffles old Dutch, the old Dutch yes. sour cream with and onion. ruffles. Ah, uh, yep. I can eat a so whole old, container. Old Dutch, I don't know what that is. It's a very Midwest thing. Okay, hang on. It's, oh yeah. Uh, 
yeah so if if you're from the midwest everybody knows old dutch like sour cream and onion or there's uh there's french onion i think that one is probably my favorite french onion i think there's also there's probably more flavors like uh something with bacon uh probably ranch other flavors like that but it's a it's a midwest staple it's like a white tub with green on it the sour cream and onion with ruffles yeah oh no that's dangerous (laughs) (laughs) okay so buffalo area isn't the only place that has a straight up like crack made crack based i should say crack based uh french onion dip because uh here we have uh bison dip and it's okay Oh my god! I, I have not. Uh, so when we lived in South Carolina, I searched stores for months. I would say trying to find anything that would like closely replicate it because everything else tastes like garbage. At least down that way, down that way. I I can't speak for the the Midwest Old Dutch. I'll take your word for it. So good. I, I mean, I I I won't say anything until I try it. You'll have to like somehow ship me it and like in one of those like uh, hungry root or. Uh, uh, meal deal websites style packages yep. send it to me I'll, and i'll ship one back but uh that stuff right there is one. cracked i'll ship you one if courtney ships me cookies <laughs> i need a trade is there, I, feel, I feel like she won't do it i feel like she won't do it because the labor that is involved in that versus yeah, the labor of you driving your car the recipe. i understand um yeah so. bison dip for me is like oh my god it is the best the only thing that came close was hell of a good, which is like the generic stuff, like from like Walmart or Sam's Club. I think it is. At least it was down there. Okay, so if that's our go-to's for um for potato chips, what about tortilla chips? Like plain salted tortilla chips. What's the go-to dip? Bailey, go ahead. Uh, me go ahead. I I love guac. Sorry, I had, to, I had to cough there. Sorry, that's why I said go ahead. No, you're good. Um, I love guac. I could do guacamole all day. And then, I don't know if I have like a specific like salsa brand. We just like buy whatever. <laughs> but if I would say number one, probably guac. Guac just takes a lot to make though, because the avocados go bad in like 0.2 seconds. But <laughs> oh, I, that's that freaks me out about avocados. To be honest, like Courtney's yeah, they go them. they go bad like really quick. Before your eyes, quick. <laughs> oh, I, have a, I was stressed out this morning about my avocados because on the weekend, me and Seth go out to eat lunch. And on the weekdays, I like stay in. And I was, I got avocados on Friday. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, are they even going to be good on Monday? I've never been more stressed out about food than I am stressed out about avocados all the time. Just so stressed. They're so all what, right. what about you, Ryan? What's your, uh, what's your dip? I mean, it's got to be salsa for tortilla chips. If I'm in a desperate mood, I'll use the bison dip because that's like a it just solves all problems. <laughs> um, but I think one of my favorites is from Trader Joe's. It's like a fire roasted um, salsa. It's mm-hmm. so good. And they also have like a the, yeah, what was it? The cowboy caviar. That's what it's called. It's got like corn mm-hmm. and black beans and stuff. Yeah, OK, so it's okay. like a, it's I've like a sweet that, and spicy. But... It's sweet and spicy. That's my number it's two. Real good. It's so good. All right. I think I think my go-to is probably like queso. Queso. Oh. I'm, which I'm surprised neither of you guys brought up. Queso's it's good, but I, I I'm more of a salsa kind of guy. 
for sure. Hmm. You, uh, oh shoot, I was I was just thinking of it. Uh, crap, it, like it came in and I answered the question. I freaking forgot. It was it was something to do with. Oh, around here they have um the chicken wing dip for for that. It's actually like like uh, Frank's hot sauce, actual bits of chicken, whole bunch of freaking cream cheese. And you bake it and then okay. scoop up and fill your arteries so, to your heart's content or until it explodes. Kind of like a buffalo chicken dip, but with actual chicken. And yes. Yes. That actually chicken. sounds really good. It's, that it's good. so good. And it's uh, so greasy and you will feel like shit after eating it. There's a dip a I learned way. to make. There's a dip that I learned to make in middle school that's extremely simple to make, but it's actually really, really good. All it is is like, a can of your favorite salsa, a can of black beans, a can of uh, corn, and then like shredded chicken, and you just mix it all together and it makes a really good like like chicken salsa dip. Nice. I would I would mess with that. Why the hell? Yeah, I haven't made it in forever. <sighs> I can't think of anything else, but queso was a good call. I I do like a good queso. I just can't. Can't think of anything else that would uh, go well with it. I feel like mostly though with queso, it has to be like a good homemade queso. I haven't come across like a truly good like store brand or just like pre-made queso. I've seen on TikTok they do like skillet queso where they put all the stuff in a skillet and then you bake it. It's like ground beef and like some jalapenos and some like Rotel mm. tomatoes and like huge blocks of cheese. And you put it all in your skillet, you like throw it in the oven and you just bake it and then you take it out and you mix it all together. And it looks so good. I want to try it. That actually sounds pretty good. It's dope. It actually does sound really freaking good. All right. Uh, we're going to hit an ad break real quick, guys. Thank you for sticking around and Listening to these ads really does support us and tries to help us keep it what we're doing. So we'll be right back. Thank you. The only thing hotter in Atlanta this summer is the Friends Experience opening on July 15th. Don't miss your chance to step inside the world of Friends. Sit on the iconic orange couch, dance in front of the fountain, and even sit at Monica's kitchen table. Tickets are on sale now and start at $32.50, but are only available through September 6th. So grab yours before they're all gone. Visit friendsdeexperience.com slash Atlanta to buy tickets and learn more. We all love our pets, and at Hollywood Feed, we love your pets too. With everything from pet food to pet accessories, we have it all to treat your pet like family. Shop online with same-day delivery of our products so you can spend more time with your favorite family members. Best of all, if you or your pet don't love it, we'll replace it or refund it. Visit HollywoodFeed.com and get $10 off your first same-day delivery order with a minimum purchase of $25. Use code ATLANTA at checkout. HollywoodFeed.com. All right. And uh, I think uh, I think we wanted to talk about the Olympics. What do you mean? I guess I I guess I do have like an overall question, though. Do you Mm -hmm. I mean, do you think the Olympics are like even as close to their popularity that it once was like last time around? I kind of feel like everyone's just kind of like, oh, yeah, that was supposed to happen last year and we're over it now. I don't know. Maybe I'm just in like a minority there that feels that way. I think it depends. 
I think a lot of people have certain people in the Olympics that they really like, or like they'll get invested into something like, like this swimmer who was like, I think she was like 15 or 16 from like Alaska. Like a lot of people I think got really invested in like her story because she's so young. So I think if people get invested into like certain people, um, I think that'll, that helps. Um, but I mean, they've added a lot of like new sports or skateboarding now in the Olympics. Hell yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, yes, absolutely. And so I, I wish I just didn't have a lot of time to watch it. There's just so much stuff going on. But I mean, I guess I could see it being a little less um, watched as it was previously. Um, that was uh, Lydia Jacoby from Alaska. 17 year old mm-hmm. that, that won that is awesome i also think that with everything that's kind of been going on in the world you know past past year people probably aren't focused on the olympics as much as they normally would they're just focused on on more than more than just the olympics getting caught up and probably focus more on themselves yeah getting caught up with friends and family yeah yeah that makes sense i don't think there's uh anything wrong with that at least it's uh at least it's still happening, even though things are kind of effed up still a little bit. People are still getting COVID over there, no matter what. I don't think there's any avoiding it. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's uh, the uh, Simone Biles um, story that was uh, eye-opening to a lot of people, including myself. I mean, I always know that there's pressure on these athletes. You hear about it, but you never actually really see the the behind the scenes until something like this happens where like someone does reach a point where they can't. It isn't, I don't even want to, it's not even cracking under the pressure. It's literally just reaching a breaking point. Like it's not, a, she didn't want to hurt herself. I mean, you mm-hmm. can actually end your life by not landing one of these tricks correctly. Yeah. And she does some crazy things that I, I read somewhere. I'm not sure if I saw on like a TikTok or I read online somewhere that a lot of her crazy tricks, they don't score very high because they don't want other people to like try and do them because um, they could hurt her, hurt themselves because she's just like so above everyone else in terms of like the amount of like the crazy tricks that she can do, like uh, floor routines and stuff. And so they like purposefully don't score them as high as some other stuff just um, so people don't try them. And you know, I feel like in some ways, Simone Biles is like the face of like the U.S. Olympics team. And that can be like a very big burden if she doesn't perform or whatnot. I just feel like she has so much pressure on her and everyone know like everyone knows her name. Like a lot of people know a lot of other Olympics, but like Olympic um, players and stuff. But I feel like she's just she's been so big and she's been to like this is our like second or third. And I just, I mean, it's understandable that she doesn't want to do it anymore. I could never do that. Be on TV and every single news article everywhere. That'd be so stressful. Yeah. I can't imagine the, the amount of pressure that those athletes are, are under because, you know, you think about it, they are representing their country on a world stage going against other countries, which, you know, just being at that high level of of athleticism is impressive in itself. But then you're competing against other uh, athletes from all around the world that are as good or maybe even better than you. It's it's an insane amount of pressure. But I'm 
I'm just glad that Simone Biles was was able to reflect on herself and realize that she was in a space that would uh, hinder her performance. And she decided to step away and focus on herself rather than letting the uh, the whole image of you're supposed to be representing your country uh, affect her and force her to compete. I mean, that's like the hardest part, though, is like recognizing whenever it's time to stop for an athlete. I mean, I think at one point, but Cole, did you play sports too? Uh, never like as on an actual team, just recreationally. Okay, so Bailey, whenever like it's time to call it quits, like in like whenever it was, like you know whether it's like graduating high school or whatever, it still sucks like stopping to play the sport. I mean, I stopped at college like after playing a little bit of college uh, soccer, but it still freaking sucked, but it has to be like crushing to do it. I mean, that was just college. College is over. Move on, you know, but she is yeah. at the, she is at the top of the world and being able to pull herself down off of that pedestal was huge. And uh, it did bring a huge uh, spotlight onto like um, mental health in sport mm-hmm. in sport in general not mm-hmm. um not just gymnastics uh, just, i think we're going to start to see a lot more people recognizing um signs or maybe have more evaluations i think they should just to help out people you know, anyone to get hurt trying to trying to just to compete doing things they love that would just be like why would anyone compete then if you're just going to get hurt from just uh yeah. pushing yourself too far yeah i think it sends a uh, a really good message to to just a lot of people in general, uh, that if you're, if you know that something's, you know, off, like you're, you're not happy or there's a lot of pressure on you to just take a step back and focus on yourself and get the help that you need. I think it's, I think it's really important that a uh, figure like Simone Biles, uh, did, did this. You know, um, mm-hmm. something did just pop in my head where, uh, Sometimes you wonder if the athletes are really in control, whether it doesn't matter what sport it is, whether someone's being the puppet master, pulling the strings and directing them, forcing them. At least it shows that in this particular situation, the athlete was in control of their own destiny to do what mm-hmm. they felt comfortable with and wasn't forced. Uh, and even if I'm not accusing anybody, even if they did, she still told them to fuck off. Like, yeah. this is what I'm going to do. So I, I had to say mad props go out to Simone Biles for just doing what she thought was right for herself and the team. Mm-hmm. I think because we ended up winning anyways, like as a country, we ended up got all we got all around gold anyways. So I think she comes out looking like a hero in my book. So mm-hmm. um, I agree. But hey, speaking of uh, winning, U.S. is uh, winning in the medal count. BT dubs. 59 the, and the, as, the overall, as of today, 8-1. The overall medal count of like all the countries, I think the U.S. is ahead of everyone by like 500 medals or something. <laughs> oh, I overall. feel like the U.S. is at like, yeah, I think the U.S. is at like 1,000 overall and like the next is at like 500. I could be wrong, but I feel like it's a big gap in between. Um, Let's see. But I could be wrong. Hopefully I'm not wrong. Hopefully I didn't just say false information. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. Uh, can I sort it by total? Oh wow! 
combined total uh for the summer games we have uh 2523 medals total um the next closest is the soviet union or roc well they're probably listed differently actually um but yeah at at 1010 combined uh we have uh 2,828 and Soviet Union uh, has 1204. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, so us. Yeah, you know, yeah. we win. Uh. <laughs> I, don't mean, I hate to say it like that. <laughs> we, I mean, we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we, we won. We all won. I, I, I want a participation trophy. I, yeah. Can I have a medal, please? American isn't, isn't, you know, though, isn't that how we seem, though, as fans? Whenever you say, if uh, for those watching the live stream, if you look in Cole's background there over his shoulder, there's a Cowboys thing. Now, Cole, whenever you say the Cowboys and you talk about the team, do you say, hey, we did really good this year? Like you were there. <laughs> Pat on the back. Give him a slap on the butt. Because I know I, 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 hate, I, I hate to say it, but yeah, I do. I do do that. You know, the fucking with the Cowboys, it's the same. We uh, how about them Cowboys? We them boys. So we. that's actually true. You have the worst team in the world for that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually. We're not the worst at we're not the worst at anything. We're America's team. Put some fucking respect on our names. Mm. <laughs> oh. See, there we go. America's our team name. as football is an American sport. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but there's but a lot of American teams, though. There's a lot mm-hmm. of teams in America. We're mm-hmm. just America's team. Mm. Okay. Fair. I I just find it Nobody funny says it about the Packers. Uh, that's, they're just called the Pack. The, the yeah, it's a the proper pack. it's a proper well, noun. I mean, we're the the cheese heads, but yeah, sure. That's the fan base, though. I put I put cheese on my head. Cheese hats are pretty cool. <laughs> Man, actually, like actually kind of really... so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> um, I did. We did want to give a salute to one of the Olympians that were. Uh, participating um she is from uh the roc which in case those of you didn't know it is um oh crap what does that stand for it's russia russian olympic committee i believe or i, I had like no idea it's russian and i saw roc yes. i thought it meant like republic of yep something republic of Colombia. i had no fucking idea what <laughs> what roc uh, stood for <laughs> the roc stands for the russian olympic committee uh, these okay. are the, these are the individuals. Yep, <laughs> these are the individuals that are allowed to compete in the Olympics, uh, representing Russia. Um, that were not a part mm-hmm. of the doping scandal. <laughs> that got them banned from the Olympics until the next one. So Russia is actually officially banned, but the Russia Olympic Committee is like a separate, separate non-government thing. That they okay, that so. They they're so it's like Russia. if they're the USA team, but then there's a separate committee if something happened with the USA team. It wouldn't be listed as USA. It's, it's a way, I think, to not punish athletes that were actually doing the right thing um, just because of the actions of others. I agree with mm-hmm. that. Uh, for example, um, hang on, I, I've really got to look at how to pronounce I'm trying to look at how to pronounce her name here. I can bring up this article for us. Um, it basically, there is a uh, ROC athlete, um, uh, Vitalina 
Batshara uh, Shinka, I believe. Batshara, I can't even pronounce it. I'm so sorry. Batshara Shinka. Batshara Shinka. There we go. Thank you, Cole. Um, She actually is a video game fan of the, she's a Witcher fan and she has actually just won uh, gold in um, Pistol Marksman at 10 millimeter air pistol. Uh, It is actually pretty sick. She wears a medallion around her freaking neck. That is the Witcher medallion. That is bad. That is so sick. Like not only, not only to be a fan of, of the series, just to say you're a fan, but to actually go out there and rep it with some merchandise, that's actually so freaking sick. And uh, yeah, in 2016, she wore it uh, hanging from her um, from her pants, her competition pants. Um, so let me see if I can. Yeah, it also looks like she had some like Witcher stuff in the 2016, like illustrations on her, like because they were like glasses for shooting. She had like mm. illustrations of it on her glasses too. That's very cool. Yeah, this article comes uh, courtesy of Kotaku uh, by Luke Plunkett. Uh, for reference, for those who are watching uh, with us live on Twitch, um, I, I just thought it was like a cool little thing. Like, she doesn't like wear for any sort of like you know. Someone's like, "Oh, do you think it brings you good luck?" She's like, "No, it's just a freaking medallion that I like." I, I just kind of like it's that Russian attitude of like, "No, don't be stupid. It's just a freaking medallion." <laughs> like, but I, I yeah, it's like, she, what's the symbolism behind it? There is none. There is none. It's I like just, it. I like it. Um, but yeah, she won gold. She does love the. She actually does love the game. The actual community behind it. She's a huge fan. So I just wanted to point that out real quick. Have you guys uh, had anything that you uh, have enjoyed from the Olympics? Anything that uh, jumped out at you? What's that? I I personally have not really paid attention to the Olympics at all. I've just like see some headlines or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And this is like probably the first time in a long time where I I really didn't care much for watching the Olympics. I'm like, eh, it's happening, but. Well, we're tearing it up in, uh, yeah. we, United States, tearing it up in swimming. But the big names uh, coming out, obviously, you have Simone uh, Biles and, and her drop uh, back from the competition. Um, but Kayla Dressel, Katie Ledecky, um mentioned the young girl before from Alaska. Absolutely killing it. We actually had an Olympic record broken yesterday in women's hundred meter um from Jamaica. She destroyed it. Um so those are just um some I guess some highlights really quick of uh what's going on in the Olympics we want to talk about. Is anything coming to mind for you, Bailey? Uh cool stuff. I think it's cool that they're like adding um stuff i enjoyed like the skateboarding and stuff it's it's just a lot different i think it's nice to have sports because i feel like or just to introduce sports more around the world i'm not sure if i'm i'm assuming i think i know i think seth told me this but skateboarding definitely originated i think in like the u.s probably just i think we cool to like get that out there it's something that like any country can do and they maybe will do it more because um, it's in the Olympics now. People want to go for that. Um, I think it's cool that they're always adding new stuff. They added um, a mixed like relay where the genders, I think, I'm not sure. So there's a men and women running in this relay. I think that's really cool. Um, so it's not just like a men or a woman event. It's both 
um, in one event. I thought that was awesome. They did get disqualified because someone told someone to stand in the wrong place. Um, they were going to win by like a mile, but I think they said they're going to like redo it or whatever. And because it wasn't their fault, someone told someone to stand in the wrong place. That wasn't like their team. So, um, mm-hmm. but still, I think like adding events like that um, is cool where it's not just only women can do this one or only men can do this one or whatever. I think it's cool that they're just like having a mix. Um, and yeah, so I was also reading up on this, this Russia thing. It was, it's only a two year ban. Um, yeah, so it's for back. this Olympics and like the 2022. So, and then that all uh, woman with uh, the pistol shooting actually won the first gold medal uh, for that ROC Russian Olympic committee. And then they'll go back to just being, russia at the next uh olympics whenever that is so okay and there were the the four sports that were added this year were uh yeah skateboarding uh karate um surfing and sport climbing that actually is it literally just like a 15 is that the one where they race up yeah that's when they race up the walls super fast those are crazy they look like actual spider-man it, it takes like that is really cool. 15 seconds to do this like four story thing. And there's like, just like go up. It's super fast. It looks like Spider-Man. It's crazy. I mean, are, are you guys surprised that uh, skateboarding took so freaking long to get added to the Olympics? I, I just think some of those sports that originated in the U S and haven't been around for super long. I guess skateboarding's only really been a thing for, it's not been that long, has it? Like, Probably since eighties, like, nineties. Yeah, so it, it's hard for a sport that's so new, um, I think, to be put in the Olympics or like a sport like like rugby's in the Olympics. But I'm not sure if football could ever be in the Olympics because football is so like a U.S. centered. Oh, we would dominate. Thing. It. Um, so it, yeah. So I think skateboarding um could be cool because it's not like it's more individual and it could give another reason you know like great snow a lot of snowboarders skateboard but they might not skateboard around the country so i think skateboarding is pretty cool but mm-hmm. um i'm not surprised that it took this long to add it so I, my the reason i brought it up is uh i i yes uh in the the winter games you already have snowboarding which is actually around the same age as skateboarding they're i might even be younger mm-hmm. um oh. but I always like people were like, I guess some people were saying, uh, oh, like, oh, this is dumb because it's not a it's not a sport or whatever. And one wrong, it is a sport because it takes um, athleticism, uh, intelligence, a little bit of creative uh, free will as far as like uh, your tricks and stuff. But the mm-hmm. competitions are judged in the same exact manner as say, uh, not same exact manner. Sorry, they are a judged uh, competition via judges putting out scores uh, just like figure skating is just like uh, the Olympic, I like the uh, half pipe scores, um, gymnastics, actual dance. There's a ton of them. So I don't see why people are like, Oh, this isn't a sport. Cause uh, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just a bunch of old coots. They're like, Oh, they're ruining my Olympics. I want to see people run and run only. <laughs> run and run only run. and throw the big yeah. stick in the air <laughs> maybe yeah. the ball and chain <laughs> that looks like fun yeah they want olympics to just be like track and field essentially but yeah. I, I think that's it's awesome that they're 
starting to add more to the Olympics, like skateboarding, like you said, karate. I think something that I, I personally would really like to see is if they did MMA. Although I know people are are going to be up in arms about that too, because even in like the uh, the combat the the combative Olympic events like Taekwondo and uh, karate, they wear protective gear. Whereas MMA, it's like no, the only protective gear we got are mouth guards and gloves. Mm-hmm. But that's something that I I'd personally like to see because it's it's something that I love so much about MMA is it's a clash of a bunch of different uh, fighting styles and it kind of showcases like what style works where and like who, who can really implement the styles the best. So I think seeing that in the Olympics would be really freaking cool. I like, I like everything about it. I, I don't know if there's gonna be another sport I could think they could add, but I think skateboarding in general just added a whole other audience to come and see the Olympics and, and experience it for the first time. And also for the athletes to go and like, check it out and be like, Hey, we're actually here for once. It, it must be awesome. Like to see all that. Just imagine being like a skateboarder, like someone who's been competing like X games and shit. And all of a sudden you're able to go and like, check out other events and sports that you thought you would never even, you may not even known existed. And the same thing goes for all the other athletes too. But I don't know. I think that'd be dope just to walk around and see all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it opens up for a lot of X Games athletes. You know, they have like the, I'm not sure like the actual technical terms, but like they do like similar stuff with like the scooters and uh, like rollerblades and stuff or like BMX bikes or they could do more of like that stuff if they wanted to. It'd be more, I think that would draw if they're looking for more of like a younger audience and not an audience that just religiously watches the Olympics because they want to like cheer for the U S or whatever that are like, you know, like a little bit older maybe, but if you want to draw in some younger people, I think getting some of like the X games kind of sports related to that over to the Olympics might be uh, a good way to do that. We all love our pets and at Hollywood feed, we love your pets too. With everything from pet food to pet accessories, we have it all to treat your pet like family shop online with same day delivery of our products. So you can spend more time with your favorite family members. Best of all, if you or your pet don't love it, we'll replace it or refund it. Visit hollywoodfeed.com and get $10 off your first same day delivery order with a minimum purchase of $25. Use code Atlanta at checkout hollywoodfeed.com. Choose your savings at Excel Federal Credit Union. We're ready to help you get behind the wheel of your next car or truck with two ways to save on your auto loan from Excel Federal Credit Union. Rates as low as 0.99% APR for up to 60 months or up to $500 cash back. You can even refinance your current vehicle and take advantage of these great savings. Call or text APPLY to 770-441-9235 or go to excelfcu.org. APR equals annual percentage rate. Rates and terms subject to credit worthiness and our underwriting standards. Restrictions apply. See Credit Union for full disclosure we were talking about football earlier though we kind of like dipped into mm-hmm. it with like talking a little trash about the cowboys for a second there even though i like him hey. a, a bit a bit they're not bad Easy they, now. they don't they don't like do anything for me or they don't and they also at the same time don't do anything to like make my day bad like just like cowboys are just there and everyone knows who they are and they've won a lot of they've won enough championships to be like, hey, you can't talk shit about us, haha. 
Like, except the problem is, is they haven't won a fucking Super Bowl since like '96. That's yeah, it was like recently. Better than that's my not team. as that's better than never win, winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Vikings they suck. <laughs> I hope uh, they never win a Super Bowl because then I have that over all of the. Granted, I don't live next to Minnesota anymore or in Minnesota anymore, so I don't have to hang that over their heads. You don't have a Super no, Bowl. No, I'm just huh? in a never-ending cycle of disappointment <laughs> with the Bills. <laughs> I understand. Just never ends. I mean, Bailey, we have the whole. We went four times to the Super Bowl and four times can't do it. I can see the I, see, look. I mean, look, at, look at the reactions. It's obvious. It's sad. Did, oh, didn't God. you? Didn't you guys go to the Super Bowl like four times in a row and oh, yeah. lost every time? Yes, hmm. that is that is fact. Yes, sir. Thank you for uh, opening up that little wound just, there. And yeah. Just want a little salt. clarification. Can we put that I'm, in capital letters across the screen on like the the Twitch stream? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and four, four years in a row. <laughs> Sad face, Bills. Uh, I think yeah, you, guys, you guys got a good team now, though. You guys got a real good team. Now, do you yeah, guys have a good team? Bills. I'm not no. going to answer that. Cowboys, go. Yeah, Cowboys, are they going to be good? The problem with the Cowboys, the Cowboys always has a really good team. It's just they're plagued mostly by injuries and a lot of like really bad coaching uh, decisions because like last year I was probably the most hyped for the Cowboys because they were going to have a new head coach and Mike McCarthy a former Packers head coach they got rid of Jason Garrett but and you know ironically Jason Garrett went to the Bills but um oh I know it was Bills or Giants wasn't it I don't know, some 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 New York team. Fucking New York has too many damn teams. But um but yeah, we finally got new head coach, but then early on in the season, some of the cracks were shown and then Dak Prescott got injured and that really fucked up Dallas's entire season because they went through like four or five different quarterbacks after Prescott. I know. I know. Oh my god. That couldn't have been fun to watch. It was like probably like squeezing onto a towel extremely hard every single game, trying not to rip it in half because you're wondering yeah. what what new fresh hell awaits you each week. Yeah, it really sucked. I was I was genuinely heartbroken when I saw Prescott's injury, but um, but yeah, it was it was it was a hard season just in general, although. Dallas almost beat the Steelers, which was hilarious because I was watching that game with my uncle, who is a Steelers fan, and my uncle was cussing out the TV like crazy anytime, <laughs> anytime the Steelers did something stupid. Like they had like three or four turnovers, I think their first within their first six possessions. So yeah, the Steelers were the Steelers were such an overrated team last year. They had such an easy schedule, but because they were undefeated, everybody's like, oh, it's the Steelers season. The Steelers are going to take the Super Bowl. But then they they lost to the Bengals. Like, the Bengals were the only team to, to beat them, like, three times. Really? Yeah. I I'm sure it was the Bengals. 
No, no, I'm not doubting it. I just didn't. I didn't know the or, stats. I don't know the no. stats in that section of and that por- portion of the league. No, Browns. Really to... I think it was the Browns. Oh, okay, I didn't like follow other teams too much uh, this year. Um, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I kind of got lazy on sports. I know what's going on. Like I know what the record, well, was during the season. I I listened to it on the radio. I just I didn't pay attention to it. So I, I didn't know that stat. I was like, you sound like Seth. He's a Bears fan. He has Bears blankets. Does he ever watch a Bears game? Not really. <laughs> That's because Call. Seth is a sophisticated gentleman like myself, and we like to watch Formula One racing. Thank you very much. I don't know the last okay. time he's watched Formula One race racing. Because uh, okay. I, I think it's because you guys moved. And is there a B Dubs nearby? Oh yeah. We just, oh, okay. of course. Fucking yeah. Seth always gets fried pickles. From- Oh my god! Yeah, so I, okay, I so he can still watch it. He's just choosing not to. Okay, He's I didn't even lazy. see who won today's race, but that's that's off topic of of football. There, sorry. So, but yeah, go ahead, Bailey. quarterback injuries. Huh. I don't even know. I don't know how the Packers are going to do this year. Aaron Rodgers has a foot out the door. <laughs> And I think he's in this season. I thought he wasn't going to be in this season. I was kind of hoping that we had a new quarterback because I kind of would like a quarterback who's like in it instead of a quarterback who's like half out of it. I I, mean, the problem is, is Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks in the entire league. Yeah. Like, he's not the most athletic when it comes to, you know, being on the run. But his his accuracy and his his power is is one of the best out there. So mm-hmm. won't deny that. Won't even yeah. it. And they offered him like a two year extension that would have made him the highest paid quarterback, and he Again. declined it. So he he just wants to go. He doesn't want to quit yet or retire. He just wants to go somewhere else, which I can understand. I don't know. I like our new offensive coach, but I just don't know if they get. Along, Rogers wants to do what he wants to do. He doesn't care if he gets injured. And the coach is like, "Wait, maybe you shouldn't do this." And he's like, "No, I'm the quarterback." I mean, so I think he wants to go somewhere else. Do you think if? Do you think he should be allowed to do whatever he wants? Do you think that the team would benefit if they just let him do a Brady scenario where, like, he just runs it and doesn't give a, a shit what anyone else says? He has been. The only problem is, it's like. I feel like he always gets or, injured when he, when he, he runs. Always gets well, not injured. Well, not even run, but like, I mean, if he chose to run, then I guess that would be his, what he wanted to do running the offense. But like, would you think, do you think it'd be better if they just let him do like a Brady and like, hey, I'm going to call the plays. Just like, just ignore what's going on from the, the coaching staff sometimes. You think it'd be better? Uh, I mean, yes and no. I feel like they just want to make sure that he's not going to get injured. And, you know, if he has plays for that and their offensive line was kind of, eh, it wasn't the best. Their Packers defense is great. Their offensive line is left to be desired, uh, much left to be desired. But so it just depends on what kind of plays he can pull off. He really likes to hold the ball for a long time and make sure someone's open instead of just, oh, I'm definitely going to throw it to this guy no matter what snaps it throws it immediately without any second thought i feel like he really sits back there and thinks a lot and sometimes people get through and then he gets tackled again and again and again and again so i don't know they i feel like he can't have all the control but i think he should be able to do kind of what he wants i don't know there's has to be a mix in there somewhere 
Yeah, and I don't think that it should really be on the quarterback's job to call the play from the very beginning because that's what you have an offensive staff for. True. But it's definitely it definitely should be on the quarterback to when they're on the lineup to read what the defense is doing and make make the changes where you see fit, like call call an audible and stuff like that. But uh, I will say I, I agree with Bailey though, where it seems like Roger holds the ball for a long time because I I personally don't see um, see the Packers run like a lot of really short uh, short routes where it's you know really quick passes. I see a lot of like more deep slant routes, play actions, stuff like that, where where Rogers is having to wait and hope that uh, his man beats beats the corner or whoever's beats the one-on-one and gets open down the field yeah i feel like he throws it away a lot more than a lot of other quarterbacks um just because he's waited for too long and there's no one's gonna be open so he has to throw it away but um i mean you know it's work it works so i mean if it didn't work they might probably would change it but i don't know this season is going to be, it's either going to be trash or it's going to be okay. It's, just, it's nothing in between. What's I think okay this season that for Like, what's the okay standard for Packers fans? I don't know. Uh, we usually, I, our. Is it like playoff division, expectations? We usually make it to the playoffs. Our division isn't the best. I mean, we usually the Vikings are they have not had a good quarterback in a majillion years, and then they gave away their good quarterback, and Bridgewater is doing amazing in for the Saints, whatever. So I just think it's funny that they never have a good quarterback. Um, so Vikings don't usually do very well. The Lions never really do very well, and the Bears they've gotten better, but their quarterback is still they had a good defense going, and then their quarterback is still kind of. So usually make it to the playoffs. Playoffs is okay. We usually don't make it very far in the playoffs, but we usually make it to the playoffs. Playoffs would be okay. Trash would be we just like lose everything. We're like the next rounds. <laughs> just crash and yeah. burn. Yeah, I think for uh, for Aaron Rodgers uh playing this season, it's gonna be a make or break season uh for if he stays with the Packers or not. Yeah, I think no matter stays. what he's gonna leave, but yeah. He just doesn't want to be there. It's okay. I would want, I, honestly, I don't know if I would want him to be there. If he doesn't want to be there, then like, I, I don't want you here either, bud. Like, <laughs> I know it sucks. It's a lot of money or whatever, but I don't want you playing for me if you don't want to play because you're just going to lose. You're going to make dumb mistakes. He is Aaron Rodgers and he's great, but I mean, eventually, something's got to, he's human, you know? If you don't want to yeah. be there, but why are you going to want to play? I'd rather see him yeah, leave I, and be successful. Put yeah, I think, it, I don't know if it's, under contract or he just didn't i think he decided like too late or something oh, is it? that stuck? he wanted to leave i he's stuck for this season so hopefully okay and he'll leave next season i'm almost gonna guarantee that because he already declined a two-year extension so okay, he won't retire he'll just leave and go somewhere else but i hope that means that he'll play good so people will want him more i don't know i hope he doesn't just feel like you know like senior year of high school you just don't want to do anything you're like about to leave anyways so it's like why do good but i feel like i hope he does does good for, for your sake so. at least yeah <laughs> and uh it's not fun to watch football when they're not doing good i mean yeah i feel that 
I mean, <laughs> for once, I'm on the opposite spectrum, I feel like actually I know that I was alive during the, the Super Bowl runs. I don't know if you guys saw it on the stream. I did have Bills 0-4 in the Super Bowl on the screen there. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm actually excited for like the first time in my adult life for the Bills because it, it's just been constant disappointment my almost my entire life. Uh, so this year, like expectation is playoffs for once. It's su- it's such a foreign concept. So, um, but we actually I I like it though because. Our draft picks were how many did we have? One, two, three O line in the first in the in the uh, draft this year. Oh, nice. Um, and a wide receiver. Um, so they're building around Josh Allen, which is the way it should be. And we just haven't had mm-hmm. that. We haven't had a quarterback. We've we've gone through so many quarterbacks and head coaches. It they're just like changing shirts each day. It's it's so bad. So actually yeah, Josh Allen's solid. growth has Josh Allen's growth has uh, surprised me to say the least. He he has grown so much uh, as a quarterback, and it's been very impressive. About it, like legit, like we're actually gonna maybe do well. I'm hoping. Uh, I did. Ha- I do have um, like a. I did have a prediction from not the beginning of this season, but the pr- previous season, because um, that's whenever we had Allen and. Everyone was like riding, you know, they had everything riding on him um, and they still do. But it was the very beginning. And I said, the Bills have three years to win the Super Bowl. Or otherwise, they're not going to win it because the Patriots will come back. Like the Patriots are not going to go anywhere. So? Um, well, that and Miami, because Miami is getting stronger. Um, mm-hmm. They they actually gave us a little bit of a challenge this year. So it, it, it maybe not even just the Patriots, but it, the conferences rotate so often. Um, and right now is our time to be on the top, but it's a short window because of Miami being down and out like we were around the same t- time period. Whenever the Patriots were literally just stomping us into the ground, like everybody, just the whole division, just like, just I'm, I'm thinking like, like in a factory, something, just a hydraulic press, just beating us down into nothing. Um, But this, I, it has to be this year because we've already had two seasons last year. We got to AFC champ this year. It has to be it. Otherwise, I don't think they'll be able to do it. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know how much of a threat uh, the Patriots are going to be uh, this, this year. year, because I mean they they lost their they lost their superstars. They lost Brady, Gronk, and uh, I I'm pretty sure they lost Edelman as well. And you know, last season they had Cam Newton, and Cam Newton's probably the most overrated quarterback of I, all time. I hate to say because I liked him in the beginning, but. The numbers don't. I mean, they I had that. They first. had that. They had that really good run, uh, where they went like third, like twelve and zero or thirteen and zero or whatever. But that was against a super easy uh, schedule. Then they went to the Super Bowl against um against the Broncos, and they fell apart. And I think they really saw Cam Newton's maturity as a maturity level as a quarterback where he was just, he was literally crawling on the sidelines, throwing a fucking temper tantrum. I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be blunt here. (laughs) Cam Newton's the most overrated quarterback I've ever seen. Fair. I I can't argue that. I'm I'm thinking about all the other college quarterbacks that have come in. Um, I think Winston is one of them too. To be honest with you, he didn't really ever do anything. But... (laughs) 
I, I, but then again, he wasn't. I don't think he was as big of a name as uh, Cam Newton, though. I mean, Cam Newton was huge when he came in, and yeah. now he's just kind of. I don't think I don't think there's any reason for it other than I think his own attitude towards the sport. Yeah, I mean, Cam Newton has like great athletic ability, but I think, but that's mostly him on the run. Like his passing ability has has honestly hasn't impressed me for for what people say his caliber uh, as a quarterback is supposed to be. So uh, yeah. who do you think is going to be tops this year? Who's going to be your pick for, uh, we'll, we'll say you want to hit divisions or we want to do the whole league and like Super Bowl champ. Are we talking about who we think could go to playoffs or Super Bowl or Let's who do you think will be in each championship game? And then who do you think will be the overall Super Bowl championship? We got four teams. Um, I don't know. You want you guys want to tackle I that first? I don't know. Divisions. Uh, oh. Don't hit me. Skip me. <laughs> I don't know what teams are in what, but I feel like the Buccaneers, if they have the same roster, there's no way that they don't do yeah. something good i see we're gonna see sort of a, a a repeat of last year i say bills and casey go up again uh go at it again in the afc side for sure i think it's gonna be i think it could happen no reason why I can't. yeah yeah I, I i agree with that i think i think casey after after last season they're probably gone wild. they're probably hungry to come back and take it to the super bowl and win that championship again uh especially now after was it two seasons ago they went to the uh super bowl and won won andy Reid his first championship so i'm pretty sure they're yeah that was a huge moment that was that was actually really awesome to see andy Reid's a pretty he's a good football coach Mm -hmm. but Um, yeah i think i think uh casey they're gonna be even more hungry this season but um yeah, Bills, KC definitely think are going are making playoffs. Uh Buccaneers. I I'm I'm kind of in, I'm really on the fence with the Buccaneers because if they have the same the same roster as last year, uh I think they have a good chance. The biggest question, though, is going to be Tom Brady because Tom Brady's starting to get up there in age, and I'm not going to doubt his ability as a quarterback, but I think we're starting to see the league shift a little bit from those traditional like pocket quarterbacks like Brady, um, Roethlisberger, you know, the really big, tall guys. I mm-hmm. think the league is going to start shifting a little bit more towards uh, quarterbacks that are very athletic and can and can run and get out of the pocket like Patrick Mahomes, um, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, if uh, the fucking offensive coordinators would actually let him run. So I think it's, I think this next season is going to be a, going to be kind of a shakeup. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of who I would have for like the, the uh, NFC, because I mean, the NFC East is, well, we'll figure that. We'll we'll see how that one plays out. <laughs> um, I mean, the Cowboys are literally in the worst division in the NFL. So, yeah, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if if they won the championship. You for know what? Division. For you, Cole, I hope that they win. 
I hope that they win out the division and get into the playoffs. Just for you. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I could see I could see the Bucks doing it again because the Saints, I don't think, are going to be there. I mean, they'll, they'll win, but I don't know if they're going to. I'll And I really hate to say that the Bucks would be there. But these teams. I don't be- want them to be there. I don't want Tom Brady to keep winning, but will it, do I think he's going to do good next season? Probably. <laughs> he's Tom Brady. He's I'll say good. I'd like to see Bucks and Pack get there. That'd be cool. Could they do that? Would that eventually? I mean, I guess theoretically it could play out. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say Bucks and Pack. And then Bills and Chiefs on my end like let's see how that plays out i i think those would be some really freaking good games yeah bills and chiefs are going for a really fun game to watch i'm excited but um i think we're gonna wrap up here guys trying to shorten it up a little bit um but we wanted to change it up and talk about some sports olympics you know things going on training camp started for the nfl at least for the bills yesterday so i mean this is already mm-hmm. this is already going live so what we mean we'll talk about it we'll bring up more sports and uh anything else you guys want to add to the to the end of the podcast no i think that i think that's a yeah. good run yeah me too all right well uh hey everybody thank you for uh for joining us on the keyboard podcast for episode three we appreciate those of you stopped by and watched live on twitch tv dot uh sorry twitch.tv slash keyboard podcast i always get those links are tough to just spit out sometimes uh and also Cole's going to be putting up this uh, whole broadcast on YouTube. So go check that out. Give us a view on YouTube and tell your friends about us on your podcast services um, that you happen to use. So thank you everybody again, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. See ya. Bye. We all love our pets and at Hollywood feed. We love your pets too. With everything from pet food to pet accessories, we have it all to treat your pet like family shop online with same day delivery of our products. So you can spend more time with your favorite family members. Best of all, if you or your pet don't love it, we'll replace it or refund it. Visit hollywoodfeed.com and get $10 off your first same day delivery order with a minimum purchase of $25. Use code Atlanta at checkout hollywoodfeed.com. With MailChimp, you get more than a URL. You get an all-in-one marketing platform to help drive sales. With things like data-driven recommendations and powerful automation tools. Get started today at MailChimp.com slash smart marketing. MailChimp, built for growing businesses. Please follow us on Facebook and subscribe via iTunes. Thanks to Visa, you could win a trip to a past Olympic and Paralympic Games host city when you use a Delta Community Credit Union Visa card. Now through August 15th, you'll be entered for a chance to win a trip to Los Angeles, Salt Lake City, Montreal, or even Sydney, Australia, when you use your Delta Community Visa debit or credit card for your everyday purchases. No purchase necessary to enter or win. To learn more and for full rules, visit deltacommunitycu.com slash visa adventure. Delta Community is federally insured by the NCUA. Visa, worldwide sponsor of the Olympic and Paralympic games bash that book and its hosts are not of direct affiliation with any sports book or publication or service we are simply here to provide entertainment about gambling and sports gaming best of luck to everyone enjoy
Oh, Vegas, baby. Welcome into Bash That Book. I'm your very, very, very happy host, Benny Bash. And I'm happy because, well, we're back to Bash That Book once again. And for all of you who are listening, to all the other nonsense we have on Bash That Book, BashThatBook.com, we appreciate you guys. We sincerely do. And if you have any suggestions, and I mean anything, shut up about this, talk more about that, whatever it is, we'd like to hear it. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at the Benny Bash. I just got back from Vegas. You ready to let the dogs out? What? And alert, alert, alert. There's been a change. There has been a change, and I'm talking dollars and cents, as in C-E-N-T-S. Since being poured into the sports book area. And it's not like I'm not in Vegas from time to time. Vegas has changed, though, when it comes to the sports book. That that was the biggest thing I noticed out there. I was walking around, I was like, huh, that's interesting. Huh, that's interesting. The sports book has changed in Vegas, flat out. And I don't know if it's good or bad. I, I'm I'm not quite sure what to think of it right now. But uh, I am I am a little curious as to well, I, I can tell you what I know the why. The why is dollars and the why is more people. Let me explain. I went to Caesar Sportsbook, of course I did, and it's the very same. Caesar Sportsbook I don't think is gonna change all that much except some you know, some of the signage on the walls and couple more kiosks, but for the most part, Caesar Sportsbook is Caesar Sportsbook. It's heaven on earth for me. Love that place. Giant place. It's a sportsbook. Uh, when I think of sportsbook, that's what I think of. Now, uh, when I see these other sportsbooks, what used to be like a tiny, tiny kiosk where you could bet on a couple horse races and then bet on some football, um, have now flipped to look like a chain restaurant. And that's exactly what they are, chain restaurants. Now, am I kind of happy about it? Sure, because there have been dollars and cents poured into these sports books. Keep in mind that for every square foot on the floor that's not a one-armed bandit, casinos consider that a loss of money. Okay, whether it's table games, whether it's a sports book, whether it's a restaurant, if there is a you know a block row or street of one-armed bandits, that's money. If there's something else, that's not money. That's that's how they used to look at it. But now, some of these places have expanded their sports books. And I'm not talking about giant expansion, but I am talking about some serious square footage that's been allotted to these sports books. You walk in, you're like, wow. Holy, and I said this probably 10 times. I was like, wow, they changed their sports book. Wow, they changed their sports book. Look at that, they changed their sports book. Except, that's fantastic, right? Except, and listen, uh, everything in this world is franchised. It just is. Everything in this world has a franchise sticker or a franchise restaurant. We have. I live in Colorado Springs. I think we have the world record for chain restaurants. That's who we are: Chili's, Applebee's, you know, whatever it is, Texas Roadhouse, whatever it is, we've got it. We have your chain restaurant. That's what the sports book has turned into in Las Vegas. And like I said, I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, you know, a lot of times you go into a sports book, and some of the reason why we created Bash That Book was to educate people because you walked into a sports book and people were like, what do I do here? You almost had to relearn the whole game for each sports book you went into. Well, now, I'll give you an example. The M Life crowd, right? Which M Life is bet MGM when it comes to the sports book, but it is uh, M Life is Bellagio. You have Excalibur, you have Luxor, 
You have Mirage. It's all those properties. Those properties that are linked with your M-Life card and all of that. Well, they all have BetMGM. And everywhere you went into, New York, New York, whatever it was, had a BetMGM sportsbook. And it was very akin to Chili's, Applebee's. It, it, you walked in, you're like, ah, when we're here, we're family. It's Olive Garden. I know what the salad tastes like. It tastes like this across. And that's pretty much what everything's turning into. Radio is turning into that. Uh, restaurants are turning into that. Everything has a chain connected to it and a familiarity, a familiar whatever. It's familiar. Makes us feel it comfort. I don't know if that's good or bad. I really don't. Um, it's good in some instances where if you are, you know, a gambler and you just want to go and bet on your things that you usually bet on, you go boop, boop, boop. You either go to the kiosk or you go to the person and you're like, I want to bet on Broncos minus one opening day, September 12th. The coin flip depends on where you go, but all bet MGMs had Broncos at minus one. They were the <laughs> It was really interesting. Because it kind of lost a little bit of the... And some people think it's scumbaggery. Some people think it's uniqueness. Some people think that it's not needed. But it lost some of the the sports book. I'm going to go over here for this. And I'm going to go over here for this. And I'm going to go over... It was just interesting. It just It was what it was. Now, what I also noticed, just like a chain restaurant... Were, there were some limits as to what you could do and what they were offering. They're like, no, we, we, we only offer this, this, and this. In fact, you could go and you could pull up the sheet, right? The hot sheet. And you, the, the big thing was NFL Futures this past weekend. The NFL Futures, you look at it and you're like, okay, Chiefs and Tampa and, you know, the favorites. And they were all the same. They were all the same. Not one sports book, not one sports book that I was able to pick up a sheet at had anything different than the rest anything. Remember what I say on, I say this all the time here, shop the line, shop the line, shop the line, get the line you want. Go and talk to them. Get the line you want. If you don't like minus four, trade in some numbers, trade in some points, trade in some money and get the number that you like because a win's a win. That was almost impossible. It really was. Now, when we get closer to the NFL season, I'm sure that they're going to relax some of that and I'm sure you're going to be able to do a little bit more, but everything was the same. Everything was the same. You know, the flaming hot burger over here is the same as the flaming hot burger over here. The fries are the same over here as they are over here. It was all very franchise restaurant. So I don't know if that's good or bad. I'm not sure. Um, You know, if if you are a gambler that likes what you like, okay. If you like going to Chili's for that two for whatever it is, or the uh, chili con queso or whatever, hey, me too. Me too. But if you like like a uniqueness, you're really going to have to hunt for it. You are. You're going to have to go down the strip a little bit. You're going to have to go to Fremont. You're going to have to figure it out. Go downtown. Um, maybe go to an independent sports book here in Colorado. I'm not sure what you do. But I will say this. It has changed. Now, did I like all the action that was coming in? Oh, that was fun. Holy cow, there were lines. It wasn't even a game being played. There were lines. Waiting to bet on NFL futures, there were lines I've never seen them. Ever. Not even week one of the NFL season have I ever seen a line for futures. There was a line for futures. There were people betting on the Jets. 
standing in line, throwing their money away. <laughs> but it was fun. Now, could I get the one I wanted? No. You only pick from this sheet, they said. I said, well, what about... Nope. Well, what about uh, they win their division? Nope. Only... Okay. Fill it up. It's like a Scantron in my uh, my history class. Is it A, B, C, or D? Pick. Well, I want to pick none of the above. I kind of... No! This is not an essay. Fill out your Scantron and put it in the machine. I'm like, okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's changed. It's just interesting. Anyway, we're going to be getting into Bash That Book. Um, Yeah, it's coming up. But uh, if you guys have any suggestions, if you have any questions, I have about five or six questions about the upcoming season. Uh, We're going to be answering some of those. But once again, uh, wow, welcome back. Holy hell, one time. Let's do this. Oh, it's been so long. It's been so long. By the way, did Benny have fun in Vegas? Damn right I had fun at Vegas. Good time. Came away a winner, too. That's shocking. I've uh, been blowing it with MLB. Aren't you glad I haven't been sharing my MLB picks with you? Last year for football, we ended at, I think, 78%. Baseball, literally a coin would have done better than what I did this year. I think I ended up at 49%. I'm done with baseball. I'm done until the playoffs. I think I ended up with 49% during the baseball season. Aren't you glad I didn't help you out with that? Holy how? Anyway, know what you know and win how you win. That's uh, know who you are and you'll win in the end. And I know that I'm bad at baseball and pretty damn good at football. Yep, 78% last year against the spread. We're going to do it again. Uh, Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Get at us. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All at Bash. I appreciate all of you guys for waiting around. I know a lot of you gamblers are like, when are you going to start doing this again? Right now. Right now, let's start doing it. Uh, preseason's coming up. Should we bet on the preseason? You're damn right we should bet on the preseason. Did I bet on the MLB All-Star Game? Yes. The Home Run Derby? Yes. Do I bet on this nonsense? Yes. Because why the hell not? Might as well. Have a good time. Anyway, let's do it. Let's do it this year. Whether you bet with me or if you bet against me, let's all win. And let's all bash that book. Introducing Low Cash Mode, available with Virtual Wallet from PNC Bank. The financial watchout that gives you multiple options and at least 24 hours to help avoid overdraft fees. Now through September 28th, earn up to $300 when you open and use a select new virtual wallet product. Simply establish a qualifying direct deposit. To learn more, visit a branch or pnc.com slash checking offer. Low Cash Mode is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Inc. Virtual Wallet is a registered trademark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Inc. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. After Popeyes launched its chicken sandwich, two words: Chicken Wars. It's the Chicken Wars. At Popeyes, we're announcing that the Chicken War is over. We come in peace. Because this time, we come in peace. Eight piece. Introducing our new nuggets: juicy, crispy, and absolutely delicious. Try an eight piece today for three ninety nine and start earning points with Popeyes Rewards. U.S. only. Price and participation may vary. Popeyes Rewards available on digital orders only and subject to terms and conditions. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed. 
a hair color company I named after my daughter. Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, lasting, high-quality hair color made with ingredients you could feel good about, and our licensed colorists are here to help you every step of the way. Experience your best hair color ever. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code RADIO10. What up, good people? It's your guy, Diddy Onassis, a.k.a. Onassis. Kill him, the host of the COD Show podcast, and welcome back to the weekly wrap-up, all right? Big things to talk about this week. We're going to piggyback a little bit off of uh, some of the things we discussed last week as the situations and uh, the cases actually evolved and uh, unfolded, okay? But just a disclaimer, the topics or the information that you gather or listen to from this particular video or this particular um, content is not to be taken as fact. This is all entertainment purposes. All right. We are here to uh, continue on to further the discussions of certain topics. And uh, I encourage you guys to do your own research. Okay. So let's kick it off. Let's continue to talk about the Activision uh, lawsuit and the allegations. All right. Last week on Wednesday, There was a walkout, an employee walkout in protest of uh, discrimination, retaliation, and uh, sexual harassment inside the workplace. Employees asked for transparency. They wanted um, uh, corrective actions to be taken, and uh, they wanted to be taken seriously, okay? So I always would stand on the right side of a situation like that where uh, we have a company that pretending not to hear the employees okay i stand with the employees okay and the creatives okay so that walkout took place um there's also an actual boycott or actual boycott and we'll talk about that a little bit later um activision ceo body codic i can't man forgive me if i butchered your last name but in response to the walkout he hired a law firm to actual uh his, his words to stamp out to stomp out uh, the corruption or the uh, bad apples in the company so he's put together a legal team they're going to find out some things and get some corrective action going that's a step in the right direction okay and speaking of corrective actions what do you guys think are the corrective actions I've been reaching out to uh, certain Activision Blizzard employees to get some type of feedback about how to rectify the situation and what needs to take place to actually move forward. Hopefully, I'll get some feedback from those uh, employees. All right. Next, War Zone Hackers. Last week, by far, was the roughest, the hardest week I've ever had playing Warzone. Okay. Yes, I'm still playing Warzone. I know a lot of you are not supporting Activision Blizzard games, and that covers a whole lot of games. But I'm still playing Warzone. Um, even though I do uh, and even though I am against what's happening in the company but hackers I swear 9 out of 10 games there were hackers in every lobby 90% of the games man it's it's, I've seen other content creators say the game is unplayable Um, I actually I I only squeezed off like 3 4 W's last week but it was hell I probably had to play like Look, man, I don't know how many games I played, bro. It was a lot of games, man. And 
it seems like a big number, all right? The Warzone, the Warzone hackers are out here, and they're here to stay. You know, it seems like they, they, they ramped it up a little bit now that they, it, it seems like all of the, the, the studios or whatever, the Activision Studios, not Activision Studios, the um, Raven Studios or whatever's going on at Activision Blizzard or Activision, it seems like the, the, the hackers just say, you know what? Let's get out there. Let's get out there. Let's get out there and, and fucking hack, 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 hack. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, what are the solutions to stop this? I hadn't heard any solutions. I hadn't. I've been looking. I don't. I don't see Activision. I don't see Raven. I don't see um, what is this? Um, uh, what's the studio that makes Modern Wolf? I'm drawing a blank line. I got Jesus Christ. So, uh, forgive me. I don't see anybody talking about solutions. I see anti-cheat throwing around, throwing around the words anti-cheat. But what does that mean? How how does that work? I've seen other people say maybe you should hire the guys that de- develop the hacks. Maybe they can you can hire them to stop the hacks. That's a pretty good idea. I, I don't know how that would work or what that would look like, but man, we need something. Shit. Alright. And in related news, streamers have began to boycott Warzone. Not because of what's going on with Activision Blizzard, but because the what I was talking about, the hackers. Dr. Disrespect actually deleted Warzone. I live on uh, his stream. Nick Merckx, deleted Warzone, live on his stream. Oh, I got... Uh, oh, I'm dead. Cheater, mid-air. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah that was good. We got four, five TTV, guys. It's screening everything. There's five TTV. Oh, you just leave? Where are you going? Don't say it. No. 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 Get back here. Now. Get back. Get back here. How do I now. get off the fucking get control all delete? Get Uninstall back. this fucking get task back manager. here now! Oh my gosh, oh my task manager is my cronus. Fuck! Get me off. Off the game. End fucking task. This <laughs> game is fucking now. horrible. Come on, bro, we land first time! It is doof doof doof! Dead! What are we playing this shit for? Seriously! <laughs> No, what are we playing it for? It's not fun. I don't want to play. I'm not having fun. I love you and I want to play with you and I have so much fun playing with you, but I'm not playing this fucking game. I can't do it. I'm done. Gas is closing in. Relocating the safe zone. You know what? I, I I'm so over this fucking game. It's such it like especially solos, champs. You know, especially solos where I just have to uninstall it. Like get me off, get it off my system. Right at this point, get it off my system. I don't even want it on. Get it the fuck off my system. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Perfect example of what not to do with a very successful game. Um, whoever and a lot of the guys in the community, they do not they're not playing Warzone. They're not. A lot of your favorite content creators, nothing to do with the the sexual harassment suits from Activision Blizzard. They just can't play the game. They can't they can't stomach playing the game with uh, full of hackers and shit. I understand. Them. I, I stand with y'all. You know, because we need something. The game is becoming unplayable. Those of us that uh, set multiplayer to the side and decided to leisurely have fun in Warzone, we can't do that anymore. 
It's not there anymore. The fun is the fun is dying down. All right. And you know, me, my, me personally, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna play. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not gonna go back to skill-based matchmaking multiplayer. But that's the state of Warzone now. 90% of the games will have hackers in it. All right. All right. Do the math yourself, man. Are y'all having fun with Warzone? A lot of y'all can't stomach it. I I powered through it for like five hours yesterday, and, and it was like, man, come on, man. Hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. Either way, moving on, moving on. Gaming PCs in the U.S. could be banned. All the you know pre-built gaming PCs like Alienware, uh, CLT, uh, NZXT, um, Cyber. Ah, shit, Cyber or something. I can't remember. Um, I actually bought a pre-built to actually stream off of. I actually built the PC and actually bought one to actually, you know, upgrade my 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 workstation and my other unit to stream off of. So I built the beast to game on, and I bought a nice pre-built to actually uh, edit and stream with. Um, so that statement that PC gaming PCs are banned in the US is not true what is true is a handful of states have came up with legislation to conserve power okay I don't know how they actually came to the uh, came to the to the you know the, I don't know how they pinpointed the gaming PCs that they suck up a lot of power or how they came to that uh, assumption or study but the components, some of the components in pre-built machines consume a lot of power or even the machines that you built yourself consume a lot of power. So it's not that actual entire PC is certain components, maybe the power supply or maybe a certain type of hardware in your in your machine. It actually uh, sucks up a lot of power. So check your states, check that legislation. I might try to find that and uh, link it. Hold on. I might try to link it in the description. Okay, all right. Where my Marvel fans at? Where are my Marvel fans? The movie Black Widow. All right, as we all know, it came out in a handful of theaters, did very well. Uh, from what I've seen, it it made eighty million dollars in theaters. Also, it made sixty million dollars on Disney Plus. So it came out on Disney Plus and in in theaters. Now. The Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, the real-life Black Widow. She is suing Disney because she was led to believe that the movie will be coming out in theaters only, okay, for uh, 90 to 120 days, then released to Disney Plus. Now, the reason why she's suing is because she is supposed to get a certain percentage of the box office, the theater ticket sales. Huh? <clears throat> Come on now. Hey, bro. Come on now, dog. Come on, man. Hey, that's a great reason to sue. Okay. So, there's a big back and forth going on with that. Um, hopefully, that gets ironed out because think about it. If you were led to believe, or in the contract, it says theaters only. Or if it says that in this contract, I hadn't seen it. If it says theaters only and, you, and they bust it out on a. a a platform where you could just view the whole entire movie at home and you find that out later and you're like yo what, yo what's happening you know what I'm saying so like, what's that? Hey. but lawsuit is on 
um hopefully that um hopefully that falls in the right way you know they got to pay that lady pay that lady okay hopefully that works something out man uh, i hadn't seen the movie yet uh it looks pretty good i always like scarlett johansson as an actor i always like the black widow character in the marvel uh cinematic universe but i know she's not popular because she's not have superpowers but she always survives and whoops people's ass with superpowers i never understood that but nevertheless salute to the marvel universe and salute to scarlett johansson and salute to the black widow and salute to disney plus that's a hell of a streaming platform i love that platform i love that uh app but anyway that's been the weekly wrap up it's been your guy did yo nasa's aka nasa's killer host of the cod show podcast if you have anything to add have anything to say hit me in my dms on instagram twitter or just holler at me in the comments man all right as always Live life, show love, be great, and always keep the kill feed lit. This is what you gotta do They kill me, kill me, I'm out, man. Peace, 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 peace. Kill me. Yeah. What up, good people? You know what time it is. It's time to pop off this dope stream. Another dope stream. Let's go down the checklist first, baby. Because you gotta have somewhere to sit. Got my fire gaming chair. Got the water. And we have the fuel, fuel, fuel. And of course, you gotta have the knife for those pesky swatters. All right, got my monitor set up. You know what time it is. The war zone vibes are about to begin. And you know what else? Most importantly, have that good drip from CodTees.com. Make sure you head over to CodTees.com and get you that good drip, man. And of course, where would any streamer be without the Yeezys, baby? All right, I think that checklist is complete. But make sure you head over to CodTees.com. And remember, look good, play even better. Let's hop into the lobbies and get the blazing. Get yourself a proper warm-up. We'll be deployed soon. On the Disney Plus original series, Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts, it's the Robin you know and love, bringing you the stories you've never heard. Join Robin for intimate conversations with some of the biggest icons of our time, where women from all generations create a dialogue about life, struggle, and triumph. At Robin's Table, inspiration comes full circle. Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts, all episodes now streaming on Disney Plus. On the Disney Plus original series, Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts, it's the Robin you know and love, bringing you the stories you've never heard. Join Robin for intimate conversations with some of the biggest icons of our time, where women from all generations create a dialogue about life, struggle, and triumph. At Robin's Table, inspiration comes full circle. Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts, all episodes now streaming on Disney Plus. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.